Welcome to the IFNZ Podcast, home of the baked potato. You like what you hear? Check us out on our website, ifnzpodcast.com. As well as our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ifnzpodcast. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review for the show. It really helps us out. And as always, enjoy the show again. I, I don't know. When it's a nice day, maybe it's summer, maybe a holiday, maybe fourth of July. Welcome to IFNZ Podcast, episode 74. I am Shad. I'm Justin. And we are here to tell you things. Have you ever wanted your camel toe to pop more than you and was? You know I do. I love a good male moose knuckle. Do you, you try, like, you just, no matter how much you try, you just can't get that skin fold the way that you want it to be out of your pants. It, it's not the same for me. I've got a lot of skin folds. You got some good skin folds. Bowl, but but uh, I, I can I can see where someone would want that. We've got the product for you here at the IFNZ podcast. Do we? Today we're sponsored by the Camel Toe Underwear. Camel Toe Underwear. Yeah, you can actually uh, if you don't feel like you've got enough uh, puff in your guff, uh, you can you can get. <laughs> <laughs> You can get, mm. uh, yeah, you can get this underwear that has a accentuated padded <laughs> camel toe. <laughs> I was trying to see if it meant anything, really. What does uh, a puff guff mean, according to Urban, Urban Dictionary? It's vaginal flatulence. Oh, I mean, that was close. Gentle, bubbly, and hilarious extension, extended sound emanating from the most uh most probable posh uh, set of fanny flaps. Oh, fanny flaps. Mm-hmm. And if you need yes. to know what fanny flaps means, we can travel down that oh. road. Pussy lips. Oh, I would not have imagined. I would not uh, have assumed that fanny flaps would be pussy lips. You want them in a sentence? Your mom has nice fanny flaps. Because your fanny is your bum. Mm-hmm. And your bum is not the same as your front. It's not, unless anyway, you have a front butt. Tell yes, me about our product. Uh, so the uh, the camel toe underwear you can now actually purchase on Amazon if you'd like um, is uh, just uh, some nice underwear that will give you um, that camel toe you've been looking for. I would imagine not as much in jeans as it would be in like um, like this. <laughs> what is that? It's camel toe underwear. Oh, it's an actual camel toe. I get mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it, it's a thing. You would think that it's a joke, but it's not. It's real. Um, like it says, camel toe underwear is a thing now from LifeShared.com. Also, EliteReaders.com says, fake camel toe underwear is the weirdest fashion trend happening. Yeah, I imagine you wouldn't wear these with your jeans. It would have to be more like leggings or jeggings um, or things of those sorts. I'm not seeing... That's not a good example of the product. I want to see. There. Oh, okay. What about this one? That's yeah. It's still, oh, not. is there a good example? In the no, but here? there are also what about this one right Speaking here? of like boobs, you can get like uh, bras with nipples in them and stuff. Those like are for that men. Too. Is that for men? That doesn't men's, look like a man. Uh, Ken Kirina men's hiding gaff panty shaper brief What's for gaff? cross. For cross-dressing transgenders. Can you uh, look up gaff? Look at that. But cross-dressing and transgender mm. are two totally different things. Look at that right there. I think that this underwear does not know things. What does that say? I don't know, but can you look up the word gaff? I would like to know. I think it's a part of a boom microphone. <laughs> hey. Uh, Is it like this? Yeah, gaff. Yeah, Gaff underwear. 
gaff as a stick with a hook or barbed spear. I was real close. <laughs> or it's the side a Caesar impale with a gaff. Mm-hmm. I guess that's your your uh, schlong is uh, would be your gaff. Uh, butcher's hook. Oh, and that old butcher's hook. <laughs> Get out your butcher's hook. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, swath. By the way, I don't know if you heard the the. Uh, I used it yesterday, and I remembered it. Did you? You're yeah. Like, I when I was editing the episode. Uh, <laughs> when I was ed- editing episode, what was it? Probably seventy one. I think. Uh, yeah, there's it's it's it's. But this one makes it like this is that uh, actually has lips. Yeah, this one has lips, so you can full on see the see the lips there that's too. A, that's a quite more graphic than I thought that you would you would have, but. So yeah. if like if like you're cross dressing and like some guy is just deciding he wants to grab him by the pudding, he can actually he feel can actually the, feel lips and like oh Majora. oh like that. Yeah, that's interesting. There you go. That one actually has a, a little schlong spot. See on the upside down of it, like that's where your your wanky goes. Hmm? That's, that's where the gaff you goes. tuck it in there. You throw you thrust your gaff into the hole. My uh, my my product was not. I don't think intended for men or people with uh, penises. It was. It's actually for ladies who need a little bit more uh, uh, labia. Why showing. do you think that there's all, uh, an abundance of women out there that don't have a lot of lip? Um, yeah, I think so. I think there's a there's a, a probably a good portion of society that has a smaller lip. Which do you prefer? Um, as much lip as possible or smaller lip? I I prefer. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to shame anybody on that. No, I'm just if you had to pick between the two, I'm not. It's nothing about do I shame. Have to pick? No, I'm, I'm not going to. I don't necessarily have any like. Do you have a preference between the two? No, no, I don't think so. You don't want like a mouthful of lip? Pussy, pussy. You know, pussy, pussy. Sure. Uh, I like to get as much down there as like, it's like just fighting bubble gum. Yeah, you like that? Just <laughs> like, I mean, if I were to pick like... If you got bored with it, you could chew. Like tighter. Sure, you like more like compact. Tighter, compact. You don't like beef curtains. I'm not saying I don't like it. I don't want to go to off on a limb that I'm shaming episode anybody. Episode 69.5. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of... Speaking of bubble gum... Speaking of beef curtain. We've got some food news. Do we? Yeah. Um, 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 um. Food news. Food news. We actually have uh, some food product that we can share while we're talking about food news. We have the, um, as previously mentioned, uh, the grilled cheese and tomato soup lays. Um here with us tonight on the show if you'd like to smell them they smell like chips they do they smell more like chips than anything else they just kind of smell like chips yep um are you into a chip right now you feeling chippy i'll eat one you have to try one hopefully it doesn't make me vomit. no don't don't do that that's why i was asking if you were interested we'll see what happens Mm, cheesy stop it i like it i don't get a lot of tomato it's really good you got you didn't get a lot of tomato i did that one was more more grilled cheese to me than anything. Yeah. I don't even have a. I don't even like tomato soup that much. Maybe I do. I do. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't. I don't think See, I've ever. See, it was had that one. way for me up until like probably three or four years ago, yeah. and then I tried the grilled cheese tomato soup combo again like, for like the first time since I was a kid, and I really like tomato soup now. Yeah. I don't like tomatoes in general, though. Do you like tomato soup by your by itself, or do you need? The... I could have it by itself though now too. Cool. Mm-hmm. I like. I mean, that that chip was good. Like a good tomato bisque soup. Like it has like a little bit of uh, creme, basil and stuff. It's a little creamier. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. nice. I think they put a creme in the bisque. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, another food news. We're we're kind of playing a little catch up. Ah, good. Uh, see what I did there? Ketchup, tomatoes. Um, with uh, with our food news, um, 
Did you were you aware that KFC had a a log that you could buy for the holidays that was KFC scented, like it had the uh, eleven herbs and spices flavor? <laughs> no. <laughs> <clears throat> this is real. Uh, so KFC has a fried chicken scented fire log that you could get. Uh, they they paired up with uh, what they called Enviro Log. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a company that does logs. Yeah. And it has the fragrance of their 11 herbs and spices. That's weird. Uh, they just do it. It's through like, it's like a pairing with KFC and EnviroLog and Walmart. And you, oh, can, you can buy it at Walmart? Even? I think so, yeah. Huh. You, you can definitely order it online. I don't know if they have it in all of the stores because I didn't see it at our Walmarts, no. but I don't frequent Walmart either. Yeah, and I also don't look for lumber at our Walmarts often That's either. That's fair. Um, but yeah, evidently they sold out last year. I wasn't even aware. Huh. And by last year, I mean 2018. Okay, like yeah, yeah. That, that holiday season, yeah. I didn't aware, wasn't even aware of it, but 19 bucks, you'd get yourself a KFC log. Little man. I would have gotten one. Put that log for, in my hand. Like for 18 bucks or 19 bucks, I would have gotten one and like threw it on my little bonfire and just sniffed it for a second mm-hmm. just one second yeah just i mean i'm not gonna sit out by the fire all the time but and i don't have one of those uh fireplaces if you oh, will i've never heard of those <laughs> um also they revealed the mystery oreo flavor I back saw in this. december yes it is what was it churro churro yep did you have the mystery oreo no nope, i never got nope. to Speaking of Oreos. There's a lot of people that said it, that they tried it, and remember, I, we talked about it in the episode. Mm-hmm. They said yeah. they could have tasted immediately what it was. I'm wondering if they were actually full on, like, correct or what. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get to try them either. I'm not a big mystery fan, because if I'm going to eat something, I sometimes I like to know what it is. Yeah. Um, All the time, if you're not a big mystery fan. Even. With chocolate, well, and even, like, with chocolate, sometimes they'll pair, like... Like uh, I'm gonna say this wrong, like sweet shit. Like um, Hawaiian Punch Oreo has a chocolate cookie with it. Yes, I'm not into that. No, like fruit. Yeah, I like don't need fruit cherry and chocolate tropical together. punch mixed with chocolate. No, sounds gross. Yeah, yeah. So I was afraid of something like that was gonna happen. Um, but evidently it was true. Yeah, but was it with a chocolate cookie? And I don't know about that either. That'd be fun, like a chocolate churro. Yeah, they do that. I mean, that the cream's still going to be kind of creamy flavored, mixed in with like the cinnamon, cinnamon sugar. Yeah. Kind of, I bet it'd be good. That's true. They yeah. uh, speaking of Oreos, they also just uh, nah, nah, nah. the uh, the uh, most stuffed Oreo is back out now. We talked about. Are these in like? I think the package that I saw, it's almost like a single pack. Is that what the, it is? That's what I got this time. Okay, uh, they had them at Casey's, is where I got mine. Okay, um, and it was just like an. Uh, it was kind of like the um, the king size like mm-hmm. kind of package, and it had four most stuffed Oreos in it. Um, the ones I was getting before when they came out were full on packages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is like a smaller thing. I haven't seen the full packages yet, um, but I'm definitely looking out for them. I wonder if they'll actually keep it around this time and just do it that way. I think the little as things, like a more like a stuff. Yeah. Maybe they felt like it was too a much. little too dangerous to the health of their consumers <laughs> to have them in the full packages. I Probably. don't think the Oreo is concerned about the health of their consumers, though. I'm not. <laughs> And last but not least on my uh, food news is that Rick and Morty are partnering with Pickle, or with, ah, fuck, I messed it up, with Pringles. Pringles. For a Pickle Rick Pringle that will be out in time for the Super Bowl in February. I wonder if it's actually going to taste any different, because I feel like they've had pickle-flavored Pringles before, right? Yeah. So, so I wonder if it's the same, just rebranding because of, you know, Pickle Rick maybe being like famous. a little bit of a flavor difference. Yeah, like maybe they'll be like, we they added in Cajun spices, Morty. That'd be, I would, I'd be down for like a Cajun pickle. I love the, uh, I love the, the Cajun. You love, you love Creole. The Cajun dill uh, chips that uh, Zaps has. 
Yeah. 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 We had those before. With the gator. Yes, the gator. It's got a gator on it. Yes, that's right. Um, I don't think so, though. I think this is just a Rick and Morty special edition pickle Pringle um, is what we're looking at here. We're close to Super Bowl time already. February, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Do we have like a final seed, like a final eight or a final 16? I have no idea anything about football. I'm going to so look that up. I'm going to say the Packers are in there. No. No? No, they're doing horrible. They are? I really don't know. I don't follow football the either. The Saints? Yeah. They're going to be sure. up there. Probably the Pats. NFL, what do I say? Playoff bracket? Yeah, why there not? There we go. They're in picks for top picks for Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, we're good. We're in there. We in there. We got that bracket. Let's, let's see. Let's do a little sports talk. We don't talk about sports a lot. Sports, sports talk. On air. We're going to get real big into this sports for just a second. We're going to talk about this, this football. Um, I'm going to say that the uh, – because last year – it was gonna be the Saints, but they got ripped off. Oh, I want to see an actual. Call. I want to see an actual bracket. Um, I want. I want to follow. Images. Here we go. go Fred, printable, printable bracket. We're good. But are are people in it? Like, are they already filled out? Are we in playoff season? Yeah, yeah this playoffs? is playoffs. Yeah. Um, I'm we, I would assume we have our final at least. Well, let's see something 16 about the, the Saints and the Vikings. What we got here going on? We're at the, that top line. It says uh, pretty intriguing stuff. First round matchups: the uh, Saints, Saints and the Vikings. And the Vikings. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that they're going to make it. Both of them. Both of them. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good call. All right. We've got uh, number one seed Baltimore Ravens. Do they do things? Uh, yeah, they do. They were 14, 14 and two. two. That's pretty good. Uh, number five seed on the uh, on that that side of the AFC board uh, is the Buffalo Bills. The Buffaloitos. The Buffaloitos. We've got the Houston Texans. That's, that's so unoriginal. It's a, it sounds like a not real team. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is, but it's a, you know, it sounds up. fake. <laughs> Like the Toronto Maple Leafs. You're just like, oh, come on. You're just picking something that's a stereotype. Yeah, like um, the Texas Cactus. We've got the Tennessee Titans. We've got the Patriots. The Pats, they're there. I told you. Number three seed. They got knocked down a couple picks yeah, there. they got that, uh, what's like the got name? a couple seeds that are here that need to be fed into a high seed and a low seed. So we're, we're not all the way there. That's, uh, uh, so we've got. Is that what you talk about when you're pirating things? So six. We're 12. So we're final 12 teams. It okay. looks like the first stuff, this will already have happened the first round. Of the final oh, yeah. stuff a, uh, this the weekend. The are number two seed on the yeah. NFC side. You said they weren't doing very good. I, I was making it up. Oh, they're always doing good. Uh, yeah, so Aaron on the Rogers. NFC, we've got number one seed, the 49ers. Fucking love the 49ers. Uh, Seahawks. I'll see your 49ers with my Packers. Philadelphia Eagles, the Vikings, the Saints, and the Packers. So, so the Saints um, are going to be playing the Packers. That's yeah. going to be a pretty good game. So we got this Saturday and Sunday of us recording this. The Monday coming out, it'll be already done. Monday night football. We'll have uh, yeah, we'll have well, no, no Monday night football. I they think that's that that Saturday and Sunday. They do, Not, they do Monday night football, but Monday night football is over as of now because of <laughs> it being playoff season. <laughs> so Saturday and Sunday we'll have the. Bills against the Texans, uh, the Titans against the Patriots, and then also the uh, Seahawks against the Eagles and the Vikings and the Saints. And then the following week, we'll have the top eight and then the final four the following week and Super Bowl will be on February 2nd. What's your prediction for the Super Bowl? Uh, Ravens and let's go. Let's go Packers. I think also gonna, Ravens and Packers. I think okay. like, uh, there'll be like an upset, like the Eagles maybe beat the 49ers. Um, and then we'll have the Eagles against the Packers, and I think the Packers will beat them out. I think we're going to get a rematch of what should have happened in 2019, <gasps> and we're going to get the Pats against the Saints. Mm-mm. You know think it's going to happen this year? Nah. 
I feel like the Pats will they'll do uh, they'll beat the Titans, but I feel like whenever it comes to the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs might beat them out. Oh, you think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've got a good feeling about that. Yeah, good. Okay. You got a good. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm going Ravens, Packers. You're going uh, Patriots and uh, Saints. Saints. Yep. Okay. We'll see if we're right <laughs> a, mo- a month from now. <laughs> We'll Deal. Then that's the next time we have to talk about sports that's two sp- times a year. Sports corner. Sports corner. <laughs> All right. Trailer All right. talk. Let's get some trailer talk. Man. Trailer talk. Trailer talk. What trailers have you seen? Have you seen trailers? I've seen four. I have seen four also. Okay. What's the potential that it could be the same four? Um, I don't know. Probably okay. Let's talk about one. What is it? Quiet Place Part 2? Didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. Okay, we're off to a bad start here. I didn't watch it because I never watched the first one, so I didn't want to feel left out. Yeah, that's true. You probably should watch that because things will happen. You'll have questions and thoughts Mm -hmm. and processes. I'll be like, where's John Krasinski? He's dead? He he is dead. Okay. Well, I I didn't didn't know know. I had to actually look it up. I was like, what happened at the end of that movie? Um, I miss him. It looks like uh, there's a lot lot more people in this movie than there was in the first one, Um, as happens, as as you go into uh, movies, the second of movies where they are kind of in isolation the first time. Like Bird about, Box 2 will have a lot say, more I was getting ready to ask you. I was like, do you think we'll get a Bird Box 2? No, I don't think no, so. You no. Don't think, no. I, I don't really know how how up for uh, sequels Sandra Bullock is. Or Netflix. Other than Miss Congeniality. Oh, yeah. That's where <laughs> she broke the... That was the exception that proves the rule. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Jim Carrey when he needed money. <laughs> that's true. Uh, it looks good. I'm I'm excited for it. I thought that the idea behind A Quiet Place was really cool. And then Bird Box had to go and, like, ruin it um, and do it differently at the same exact time, which I thought was odd. Um, but I thought that Quiet Place was a way better version of that. Um, I highly recommend it to anybody. It's, you know, we're, I think we're in a realm of where we have to get creative with horror movies. Yeah, for sure. Um, cause we've seen all the same things and we're seeing a lot of different things. It's good out, because like it's finally, Peele. you finally actually get to hear and they're not here, get to see feedback from people that want to come out with, you know, like horror, people have been saying this for years after yeah. reboots and reboots and not that the reboots are ever going to stop. I'm just saying like, yeah, we actually have original thought finally coming out. That's not an indie horror. Well, film. And if you notice, it's a lot of it's coming from actors. You got Jordan mm-hmm. Peele, you've got John Krasinski, you've got a lot of the be like Chris Rock has taken over the saw franchise. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of actors that are getting into the director's chair and doing something creative with something that's been, I think headed up by studios. A lot over the. Did Chris Rock do Jigsaw? No, he did not. That wasn't him. No, okay. that was the final like out of that franchise, and he's rebooting it with his new like completely. Yeah. We haven't seen anything from him yet. Um, and then I think a lot of like the playing with dark comedy and horror together has been something that's been very interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, I still want to see uh, Little Monsters, but it looks good. Little Monsters, I've heard good things really about good. it. The Dead Don't Die looks mm-hmm. good. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped for it. Um, more of just a different take on horror. And mm-hmm. I, I like that. I like where we're going with horror. I'm a, I, for as much as I don't consume mm-hmm. horror, I, I enjoy the suspense of it yeah. all. Um, I recommend Dead Don't Die. That was good. Was it? Yeah. I and, mean, we uh, talked about it on the yeah, show. It was right. the, he, he, uh, the, the breaking of the fourth wall of them actually being actors in the movie and stuff yeah. like that was really weird and unexpected, but I liked it a lot. <laughs> And I, I, I enjoy all of the horror series that we're getting now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
speaking of with lock and key is kind of a horror series that's yeah and that was new news to us yes. they actually we have a full february 7th is an official date from yeah. netflix that's i'm really pumped for that yes i am too um what's the what's the first trailer off your docket um tenet did you watch the yes. trailer for tenet it looks this weird. really weird, unpredictable, but I'm always up for a good Nolan movie. It looks like a Nolan movie. Like, it definitely does. Um, Mandy, after we watched you, she was like, I like it, but I don't know what was going on at all. he got a style. Now. And I was like, just like, yeah, it's very Inception-esque. It's like there's a point in time in that trailer where he says that he's dead. Yes. But I don't know that he's actually, like, is I dead. I think he's dead. on the other side. Like, it's whatever they consider being part of the organization. Like, okay. I, that's what I took it as. It's like kind of like that Six Underground movie. Like once you're dead and you're a soldier, we're going to pull you off and recruit like you. You're kind off of, thing. of the radar. The grid. That you yeah, don't exist anymore okay. to anybody else. That's so I didn't know I if like it. it was that or if it was like legitimate. Like you're like, dead. You're dead. on the afterlife <laughs> and you're helping us do these things that need yeah. to. Per, like help the people that are living yeah. still kind of a I thing. didn't take it as that but I mean with it being a Nolan like, movie it could yeah, be anything I, I like that concept of the uh, allowing time to flow backwards because events haven't had happened yet That's kind of a cool, thing yeah. it's like this hasn't happened yet but because they're in the past but stuff was still happening backwards yeah it's like that it's it's hard to explain yeah. you know what I mean like the very last snippet is it Robert Pattinson with him yeah Robert Pattinson yeah. I was gonna say I was like it looked familiar but at the same time they only showed him a couple little glances that other guy looks good the main guy I can't remember mm-hmm. his name but something Washington he's got three right? words three, three words he's yeah, a, Washington's in he's there he's a Washington I don't know if he's been in anything else majorly but I, he looked very is it Denzel's like, son no, I don't think so. I think Denzel's son He does acts. have a son that is an actor, yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's him. John David Washington? John David Washington. Oh, Black Klansman. Remember yeah, this is, this is, uh, that's his son. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he was in Book of Eli with him, too. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. And he's the one of the main I guys from Black, Black Klansman. Klansman. That looks really good. Black Klansman looks awesome. And there he is in Malcolm X and stuff. He was in a lot of the shit that his daddy was in. Uh, okay. But yeah, so his son is the main character. So he looks I mean, really good. That I'm, and he seems like a really good actor. Mm-hmm. But Robert Pattinson looks good from the little bit that I, we saw of him. Um, he's he's uh, pre Batman mm-hmm. in that. I like their their brief synopsis is an abstract action epic revolving around international espionage, time travel, and evolution. I mean, I feel like we've seen all of those things, but at the same time, all of those things don't make any sense in any of that continuity. Like, all right, we're going to make the IFNZ movie, and it's going to be filled with laughs, heartbreak, and um, a seven-headed dwarf. Cool. I would watch that movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tenet looks really, really tight, like a tiger. Indeed. What about you? Um, the Gentleman. Yeah, I watched that. I didn't know there was a first trailer for it. What I saw said trailer number two. Okay. Um, Guy I, Ritchie's new film. I had it flagged for a bit, and, mm-hmm. and I, but I just watched the trailer today, so I feel like it could have been the second one, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't watch the first one. In the words, in the famous words of Mandy Harris, this looks like a Guy Ritchie movie. It does, just as much as that looks like a Christopher <laughs> Nolan movie. Yeah. This looks like a Guy Ritchie movie. She watched the trailer, it was like from the guys that made Snatch, and it said Guy Ritchie on there. Yeah. She goes, oh, that looks very Guy Ritchie. And mm-hmm. I was like, yep, yeah, 
And I'm to in, a D. Yeah. <laughs> I like all, almost all of Guy Ritchie's movies. But so. I like the cast on the scene. Like, it's it's more star-studded than a normal Guy Ritchie movie, mm-hmm. uh, I felt like. Uh, but I really like it. I'm a big Charlie Hunnam fan. I like I like uh, him. I'm excited to see him in a different movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey looks really good in this. Yeah. He's real hit and miss. Sometimes it's like, oh, here we go. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like, oh, that's why Matthew McConaughey makes the big bucks. And yeah. this is one of those movies. Because he's really good at acting. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sometimes they let him be goofy and it's not great yeah. I could be like honestly out of all for all extensive purposes his character as Walter Odom you know as the man in black in it's Dark Tower was good yeah I mean he made a decent villain in that yeah. you know I felt and like it's the, the same thing too like with uh, was not the problem with that movie yeah. at all mm-hmm. like the casting was writing good. amount of time I'm still excited that we will be getting information very soon yeah um, about more of the series at Amazon mm-hmm. to hear more about what we're going to get from that that might be when I get Amazon Prime again. Yeah. I still have it, so you do. If you uh want to make that a day date, you come over here early yeah. or you know, whenever and we could date. we could watch it together. Yes, absolutely. Um same thing with the Lord of the Rings. That's like shoot what you should do. Like if it's a, a definitive series of stuff that we've loved since we're kids or something like that, we should try to strive to watch something of it together. Take a day off to each other. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like via Skype, I just call you on the phone and put headphones in and we're just talking play. about it. Play now. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I like that. Um, what other trailer you got? But yeah, the gentleman looked cool. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot, I forgot okay. about it because I was thinking of who else was in it. Hugh Grant's in it, which was really weird to me seeing him in awesome. that character with like the fake mustache yes. on his shit. I looked at, oh, sorry, I need to go to the bathroom yes. or whatever. Um, Colin Farrell being Colin Farrell, yeah. which I don't know. If you like the way that Colin Farrell looks in this trailer whenever you watch it, I encourage anybody that's never watched it to go watch In Bruges immediately because oh, yeah. that's one of the coolest fucking movies yeah, I've ever watched in my life. Yeah. I love it so much, and that seems like very In Bruges-y yeah. to me, uh, which In Bruges seemed like a Guy Ritchie movie to it me, did. but it's it's, it's not. But what's uh, There's another one that came out around the time as like... It doesn't matter. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> what else was it? Oh, um, then she mentioned it. Uh, that's very underground. Didn't get picked up a lot. That a lot of people. Uh, fuck. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. and Phil uh, Kilmer is the yeah. uh, what's his name? Something gay. Gay Perry. Oh, okay. Gay Perry is his name. He's like a gay actor guy or whatever. And it. it's such a fucking great movie too. And it did not get it a lot of love. But it's very Guy Ritchie-esque as well. Oh, is Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels Guy Ritchie, or is that it is. just... That's okay. the That's the that's prequel the first, to right? Snatch, Snatch, like yeah. a quote-unquote prequel. That's like the... Is that his first... That was his first movie movie, movie yeah. 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 No, that's... I that. can't remember if that was Guy Ritchie or if that was just a Guy Ritchie yeah. type movie. They tried to say, like, I think it's, like, technically Snatch is, like, a quote-unquote spiritual successor to Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, because it has a lot of the same characters, yeah. but they're not the same names. Like, like Bullet Tony, Tony isn't Bullet Tooth Tony in it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I still uh, I, to my to this day I I don't I I can't recommend you, Snatch enough to people yeah. just fucking especially whenever you get introduced to Bullet Tooth Tony yes. and he's got that guy's head in his car he's just like <laughs> starts playing Madonna and then Lucky Stars he's just like oh I love this track <laughs> did you like Rock and Roller <laughs> yeah did you, I thought it was a good movie I, wasn't, I I think that's where I fell off of Guy Ritchie for a little bit with Rock and Roller it was a very it, was it wasn't it was yeah it was not as good as others but I mean it was still a good movie it was like. 
Guy Ritchie Gone Hollywood. I think it'd be one of those bit. things that you would probably be surprised if you go back and watch it. Might you like might, it you might maybe not love it, but you'll probably be like, this is okay. Yeah. You know, same boat that I'm in with it. Yeah. That's the same. I mean, like, if you go back and watch Snatch, you'd be like, there's a reason I love this. Yeah. That one, though, I like from from minute one, it's like, oh, yeah. Brad Pitt is a pikey. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Fucking minute one, whenever you have the jewel heist, it has the yes. song. Yes. <laughs> um, what other trailer you got, boy? The Woman in the Window? Did you I watch did the trailer watch for that? that? One, no. Amy Adams' new movie. I saw it advertised, it's, but I did not watch it. It seems like a really. Uh, I might get this wrong. I told Manny when we were watching this. It, it seems like this train is take a lot of story beats from that Alfred Hitchcock movie, uh, Rear Window. I think it is about Secret the, Window. No, the, it's the 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 man who is. I want to say I feel like Jimmy Stewart's the one that actually plays the part, and it's a man who basically is like Amy Adams' character. She has that does that agoraphobia. I think is. Is that what it's called when you can't be around people? I think uh, is agoraphobia like where you don't leave your house? Yes. That's what she, she's at okay. work. She can't leave the apartment at I all. I got you. Um, and she does the, the thing like in this movie, she actually meets her neighbors and she witnesses her neighbor, you know, the, the wife of the neighbor that she becomes friends with getting murdered. Oh. And they basically try to play it off like agoraphobics have mental issues. So she's, like she's, she's seeing she's all this. Something. But the family's also kind of like, don't fuck with us kind of a thing uh. behind the scenes around not around the cops there's a lot of people in it it's like her um fuck i don't have to look it up no there's a lot of gary oldman's in it as the husband um of the like he's the one who killed the wife yeah the wife is somebody but i can't think of her name right now for the life of me um she was also what's her name she's in yeah julianne moore is it really i think so she was in children of men Yes. yes. Yes, Julianne Moore. Um, she's the wife that she's friends with. I promise yeah. you, I never. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I was bugging me. And then, uh, fucking Falcon. What's his name? Peanut Butter Falcon. Shia LaBeouf. No, Falcon. Falcon from Marvel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was so quick. To that. <laughs> I like. I like that, but. No. Oh, um, Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie's in it. He's like the main detective guy that's okay. like investigating the case. Nice. Um, yeah, Julianne Moore, Anthony Mackie, Gary that's Oldman. Gary a... Oldman's in like the. the... Oh, Jennifer Jason Leigh's in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's in the. Uh, in makeup that makes him look like kind of like this in a way, okay. not like this, but like in makeup that makes him not look like Gary Oldman. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks like a really cool nice. uh, thing. But it, like I said, I, when I watched it. Was like this really reminds me of. I think it's Rear Window, but I'm I could be getting that mixed up. Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf. No, where he's he's uh, stuck in his house because he's on house Shut arrest, up. and he watches. Nope, it is. I was right. Rear Window, okay. and it is Jimmy Stewart. And he okay. watches because he, neighbor. He's, he's He's like Murdered he's in someone. his wheelchair because he gets like his leg broke and he's like kind of going stir crazy. So oh. he starts using binoculars to like look at his neighbors and he witnesses one of the neighbors murder another person and he kind of like freaks out about it. Doesn't know who to get a hold of. That's what Disturbia is, is essentially. It? That's Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Disturbia. So Disturbia ripped off of this. This ripped off of Disturbia. <laughs> it's just a never ending chain of agoraphobia. I, I really is. am sad that Rear Window is popularity is down oh. significantly on IMDb. <laughs> But yeah, I watched it. It looks like a really cool, interesting movie. Um, 
I guess because they, she's like an agoraphobic, they kind of make her on purpose look like no makeup at all. Yeah. Like in the movie, like she's she's very kempt. She she doesn't get out for like dress up for anybody. Doesn't yeah. do anything. She's very homely looking, and I like that about it. You like that she looks homely. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I mean, you can see it right here too. Yeah. Like she, they full on just like don't even bother putting makeup on her. But she wouldn't put like, on makeup if she was that character. So yeah, why would true. you? <laughs> Absolutely. I watched the trailer for a movie called Come to Daddy. I have no idea what this is. Not C-U-M to daddy, (laughs) but C-O-M-E. This is Elijah Wood's new movie, Mm -hmm. and he has an awesome, like, old-school German haircut uh, with a mustache. And uh, 2019? Oh, it came out. Maybe it was like a festival? Yeah, it's a festival movie. Okay. Yeah. It's not out, like, in the public yet, I guess. I got you. Uh, so, uh, nobody else I noticed from this, I don't think. No, I nobody looked familiar to me either. Uh, but essentially, Elijah Wood shows up at his uh, his estranged dad's house. Like, he never grew up with the dad, but I guess the dad sent him a letter that says to come visit. And, uh, and his mom hasn't told him a lot about his father, but <laughs> it turns out that his father is a psychopath. And it looks like if uh, the character that uh, Sean Astin was in Fifty First Dates was <laughs> Hitler, <laughs> he looks like that. <laughs> um, and then it, it's wild though because it seems like Vitty. it's it's kind of it's very indie film ish like filmed, but the dad gets Is real that the creepy. Dad? Yeah. He look the dad looks familiar. He looks like Gary Oldman a little bit. A little bit, but I mean he looks familiar like I've seen him in other stuff oh, maybe. I gotcha. Uh but he uh he starts just giving a weird vibes and stuff like that throughout the whole process and then there becomes like murder type things. Oh, he plays Hollis Mason in Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dad does. Yeah. For anybody that's not with us at home. Uh but uh so Is that the dad? Yeah, that's his dad. Okay. I couldn't tell from the... But it He looks up, significantly older in a lot of these other pictures. Oh, I gotcha. Like, that doesn't look like the guy that you see, not there, but in the other one. Where was that? Like, he doesn't look the same there either. Yeah. I mean, he, he ages. Oh, yeah. Makeup and things. Age makeup. Uh, but yeah, turns out to be, uh, I think, like a killer type thing. And uh, I think that Elijah Wood's character maybe also kills somebody in this movie. Uh, it looks real weird. There's, and murder of, there's a murder afoot. There is, I almost thought about saying. <laughs> there's a murder and, uh, and weirdness. And um, I like Elijah Wood. And I usually like just about anything he does. He usually picks really interesting projects, whether it's because he can't get anything else or because... He made a lot of money in Lord of the Rings and doesn't have to do anything else, but Mm -hmm. he seems to really pick unique things, um, kind of, uh, in a, in like a Johnny Depp kind of way, like where he kind of picks weird shit when he doesn't, uh, have to do things. Yeah. But yeah. Well, uh, the last one that I watched was this trailer for Downhill. Oh, I watched Downhill too. It looked weird. Yeah, it's. Uh, I thought it was gonna maybe just be a full on comedy, seeing as it's Will Ferrell and uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, it's like, but it's like it's Will Ferrell indie movie, so it's just kind mm-hmm. of like gets real dark. It's like, uh, what's the movie whenever he had to get rid of his shit? Oh, All things must go. Oh yeah, or you know what I'm talking uh, about? what's the one with Ed Helms in it? Not Ed Helms, um, the other Ed, the Yorton? one. 
No, not that one. Uh, the one from Harris? Apollo. Yes, <laughs> from let's see, in Apollo thirteen. I have no idea. I think, Ed, Ed what Harris, movie yeah. is that? Uh, it's like Winter something. Hmm. Winter's Bone. And it's got uh, <laughs> uh, Zoe Deschanel in it as well. I don't remember that. Winter Passing, I think maybe is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thought process though, as, as yeah. everything. This is go. a family going on a ski trip in the Alps, and. Uh, the uh, they had to do a forced avalanche, I guess, in the hills to make it. Is that uh, what that? Uh, yeah, I'm assuming that's. They said in, in the the character that was in it that was explaining it to him later on that it was marked everywhere. Yes. Um, he's from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Uh, but he uh, he tells him that it's marked everywhere. But it's uh, he, they're clearing out areas on purpose to make it, I guess, like a smoother ride down the big hills for that because it was like too much of a. Uh, uh, gathering of snow, if you will not. I got Winter you. passing. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that at all. It's a... Uh, like, I've a, never seen that a, poster for it, it's even. It's a tough swallow. I bet. Just, like, kind of like everything must go less. Um, yeah. And this might be as well. <laughs> so, the whole point of it is, is that the, when this happens, they don't understand that it's going to happen. The family is freaking out <laughs> and thinking they're going to die. And I guess Will Ferrell's character picks up his phone and tries to leave. They're, like, on, like, a, like eating food and just kind of chilling like out. Like, on a patio like type patio thing. thing. Yeah, that's, like, on, like, a second story Which or something. Which, if everybody knew about it, then why were there so many people on that patio? Yeah. But... I mean, it's the nonetheless the, the Will Ferrell's character picks up his phone and he's apparently like <laughs> runs away. run away like trying to get out of it and I guess he maybe thought that the family was running with him or something but they didn't run they were all like prepared to die and he was going to abandon them so the whole rest yeah. of the movie is like Julia Louise Dreyfus kind of guilt tripping him you know We're about dealing with the fact that your yeah, husband yeah, didn't you care do, about yeah. caretaking your family at yeah, all during dying with you and your family and taking care of you and be, having you be your first priority. Or even just saving it your seems family. like she also might be getting some strange on the side in this uh, mountain place. I think that that happens after, like she's frustrated with. Yeah, her that's husband. what I meant. Yeah, she's yeah. she's trying to talk to somebody else and then she's getting frustrated with him and she meets somebody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it seems like it'll be kind of one of those like. Yeah, tense movies like uh, what was it like that like the breakup like it had like a lot of comedy moments with uh, Jennifer Aniston and, and Vince, Vaughn. Vince Vaughn yeah but it was also kind of like a uh, you know pull your collar kind of a movie like this is a really tense situation and it's kind of funny but I'm not really laughing because it's uh, it's weird and tense do you, do you uh, pull your collar a lot I do that when I'm, in the home, I'm like oh oh geez I do that a lot old school oh. Speaking was of, there was, a, there was a, a trailer for the new Scoob movie when mm-hmm. I uh, watched uh, Cats the other oh. day, and uh, it looks so bad. I think it'll be it'll have a tit or miss. It's Illumination, I think, right? Yeah. That's doing it, so it'll have that kind of comedy to it. Yeah, I'm not interested in it. Um, I, I will watch it probably once it's here. Once, we'll, it's, once it's arrived at, to your home. At the household. <laughs> On a, on a service that we already pay for. Gotcha. You're, that kind of a You thing. will not pay additional monies to see such movies. Oh, no. No, no, no. I gotcha. <laughs> no. They will have to bring that to me. You will bring this movie to me. I, I will, will not see I will this. pay Netflix money so I can watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> there was a movie that was on Netflix already that I was like, oh, I wanted to watch that movie, but I guess I don't have to worry about renting it now. Mm-mm. But I don't remember what it was. doesn't matter. Um, you want to talk about some news? You want to get into some news? Tell me your news. My friend. Um, well, we can talk about a couple of different things. One is that we got our first image of the Bill and Ted face the music. <gasps> um, they look like older versions of themselves in a phone booth, so mm-hmm. go figure. 
That's what we got and there. We got another image uh, on the same set of the kids that are in the movie as well. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I did they're, not see they're that. They're like the, the three companions, I guess. I don't, I don't know who they are. So there's going to be a kid element to this movie. Uh-huh. It's, not yeah, just other people. Be... it's not just Bill and Ted. There's them. And there was another still of uh, them uh, standing next to death as well. Yes, I saw that one. Mm-hmm. I saw that one. Yep. Yes, yes. Uh, did you see and hear that the Moon Knight series is eyeing Daniel Radcliffe? I did see that. I thought that would be a very interesting that, that idea. That makes me excited. I, I think that would be really cool, and I feel like he could probably pull off the uh, the multiple personalities that he does a lot of weird a shit. Moon Knight has. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He does. He's he's a very uh, what's that called when you have a lot of layers. Uh, onions. He's a, he's a very onion actor. Uh, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> he's what I was a, he's a for. Daniel Day Lewis, if you will. <laughs> he is. It's just guys named Daniel. Uh, oh wow! I didn't even think about it. I don't know why. <laughs> really? You did? I thought uh, that's where you were going with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Sony hinted at uh, the fact that they might be showcasing their first uh, glimpse of the PS5 and the tech and everything like that at CES this year, here in the next couple of weeks. What's CES? Uh, Consumer Electronics Show. Oh, okay. It happens in Las Vegas every the beginning of every year in January. Oh, very cool. Like in the middle of the month. So uh, probably here in maybe the next time we get a chance to record, we might oh, awesome. have uh, some images. Because some... we got an image of the X series or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got the... Series uh, X. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. I, they said, and that's also, I didn't write it down in the news, but Microsoft actually officially came out and they said that they are just going to, like Series it's X. Xbox. Yeah. The series, iPhone and, in it. Yeah. It's just Xbox as far as everybody's concerned because they... Series X is strictly just referred to this particular model that is out because they have every intention of releasing other models that might have updates, you know, three or four years past the initial launch of this year, which is weird to say that we're in the year of new consoles now. Um, It's happening. So later this year, whenever that comes out, that, you know, three or four years from now we might have another version where it'll be like maybe like a series Y or series Z or something but it'll still be Xbox so I guess that's uh, that's what they're trying to kind of go with my guess is that'll last about as long as it did for the iPhone yeah I could see that. <laughs> they were like, um, iPhone X, we're no longer going to call it anything but just iPhone. And then they were like, iPhone 11. They were spitting <laughs> off back and forth some different information about uh, processing units, uh, the amount of teraflops that are going to be in the devices, uh, <laughs> hard <time>. drives, uh, <laughs> like what if they're going to go solid state, uh, different things of that nature in both the PS5 and the Series X. Yeah. and. Honestly, it still sounds like unless something changes that the Series X is still going to be significantly more powerful than the PS5, which honestly, as we know, doesn't really make too much of a difference because one, um, PS5 is still going to have amazing graphics one way or another. Yeah. It'll probably still be 8K compatible if I'm not, you know, if I'm spitballing it. I mean, we already know that the Series X is. We don't know about the 5, but I would assume so. Um you know, they have the exclusives that are there. We know it's going to have better exclusives realistically. Yeah. And just like we said with uh, with Nintendo, for Nintendo's sake, you know, Nintendo's got the Nintendo polish. They could keep making consoles that are 1080p at 60 frames a second if they wanted to. And the games might be still more interesting just because the art style that's there is just great it doesn't have to be 4k for it to be amazing that doesn't make a good game no it just adds it's like (laughs) yeah it just adds uh like that shit on top of the icing like uh, what's it called Mm -hmm. the fondant yeah like it just makes it look good it doesn't taste any better 
A comedian could put you on like a, that. A comedian could put on a hat, but it doesn't make him make any better funnies. That's true. <laughs> Man, we are on it. <laughs> Look at us. Speaking of comedians, uh, oh. comedian type of person, Kevin Smith has uh, announced that he is, as we knew already, working on Clerks Three as well as the new Mallrats script, which is going. He's calling it Mallrats Two. Twilight of the Mallrats. <laughs> cool. <laughs> So uh, be on the lookout for more of that as, as things happen. I forgot to mention when we were talking about the PS5, but I'll bring it up right now. Uh, <laughs> they patented a new controller design, which is supposedly for the PS5. Um, did you see the uh, the buttons that they have? The, the bumpers, you can get underneath The it? bumper that you can that get that's on there. Coming out this month yes. in January? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it's like a 17th or 18th, yeah, something, something like that. Like that. But uh, the patent actually showcases that it'll have something similar. The, the buttons are a lot smaller. I see. And they're like almost small little circles, but they're in the same location. Kind of just underneath mm-hmm. them. But I guess that that's something something that they're wanting to go with like full on design wise for the actual PS5 controller proper. Um, Still rumors abound. It looks like the front of the controller is going to potentially, I don't see them having like, cause the PS4 controller still has touch sensitivity. I don't see them having touch sensitivity with it or anything like that. But there was rumors for a long time that this PS5 might actually, the controllers might have small uh, onboard displays like OLED display on it. Yeah. So that way you could actually touch and swipe specific things on the screen gotcha. and it'll have a more of a visual feedback for you That'd as well. Cool. Um, so, I mean, it really, I don't know, because at the same time in the PS4, whenever that first launched, it was supposed to have, uh, it's still dual shock and it had the G axis in it. So you could still do the, the, uh, move the controller yeah. to move your character kind of a thing, like an uncharted whenever you're walking across a log, you mm-hmm. know, um, or, uh, I'm trying to think of something else that had it, uh, certain games would have you swipe onto the touchpad or the controller to actually like, oh, you're dusting off this thing or yeah. whatever it may be. I don't know if they're going to go like gimmicky route with it or yeah. if they're specifically going to use it like, hey, it's a screen down here. Use it for shortcuts instead of going all the way back to your home screen to go to the store or something that like that. Cool. Swipe over, tap the home screen button yeah. or tap the store button and then it'll close out, go there. I see yeah. no reason also why I think the PS5 should implement what the Xbox has with the how uh, Microsoft has. Wish um, No, the, the app itself, whenever you're playing a game or something, if I wanted to close out of that and go to the Microsoft store to find something real quick, be like, mm-hmm. oh, I think this game has DLC. If I want to do that, it actively like pauses and, and keeps the game running in the background while I'm uh, in another application. It runs the store as a, its own, like an, its own yeah. solo application. So it can, it can run an application like on top of one another. Yeah. So it'd be really kind of cool if we could, instead of just spending something completely, if it would just keep it in that kind of an active state, but just kind of in the background like they do on Microsoft. Something as simple as I'd like to see the PlayStation Store not or also well yeah it just sucks. Like it doesn't incorporate your wish list at all like from your like it's just uh, it is a little bit to deal with. It's a little uh, but what are you going to do? Let's see what else you want to talk about. You talk about cats and how it bombed. You want to talk about cats for a second? Yeah go ahead. You watched it. You can tell us about it. Go ahead and tell us about it and then uh, it's it's set up to lose upwards of $70 million for the uh, I don't even Universal know how they spent that much money on this movie, honestly. They spent like almost like two or $300 million. I don't understand how, because the CGI is from 2005. 
Uh, I'm not even. I'm not even joking. So the the movie itself, the the concept, the cats stage play is fine. I don't have anything against that. I'm not familiar with it, but I the songs were fine. They're catchy. They're whatever. Uh, the music is fine behind it. I don't have any problems with that at all. I actually liked the concept of the the character uh, being in like the cat like suit kind of animation thing mm-hmm. they did there. Um, but the problems I had were that when they were like, they weren't even moving the, the actors themselves half the time. It wasn't like they were in suits that were like a, like a mocap suit or anything like that. Like they were just animated faces onto these moving bodies and it just looks so weird. You could visually, visibly tell that they weren't walking on those streets of the of it all. Like you could, their feet didn't line up right, and the shadowing yeah. wasn't right. It was just bizarre, uh, beyond all recognition. So, it's a shitstorm. Not because of all the reasons I thought it was going to be. It wasn't because of the music. It wasn't because of the acting. It wasn't because of the the weird kind of way that the people looked. As, it was some cat. some of visual visual aspect that did it for you, but yeah, not the, the concept of it was awesome. Like I thought the way that they looked, like the way that Ian McKellen looked, like as a standstill, like as a cat faced person, was really cool. Or you know anybody, Jennifer Hudson or uh, Judy Dench, they all looked good if they were just standing still. But as soon as they started moving, if they were doing any kind of quick movements, it was almost like their face didn't catch up, or they didn't get the right mm-hmm. angles for it was their the, face uh, to capture. It was the Aladdin. Remember whenever the first trailers oh, came out and stuff. That's whenever right. Genie was real weird, him, his face didn't map up with it well. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. yeah, but they didn't fix. They it. didn't fix it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was exactly how that went. Uh, it was a, a little bizarre. Uh, do you want to get into? I, I know uh, it's it's early in news, but do you want to talk about some Disney Plus stuff for a sec? You can go ahead. So uh, we got a whole lineup of of uh, a kind of a teaser mm-hmm. trailer of everything that was coming to Disney Plus in 2020. One of which was very unexpected. We got a uh, a little snippet to say, "Hey, we're gonna get that Wandavision TV show in 2020 instead of in 2021." Was it like April or May of 2021? Yeah, because it was kind like of button up with the Doctor Strange uh-huh. uh, movie. Um, so we we've got that coming in 2020, as well as obviously the Winter Soldier and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Falcon, Falcon. Uh, TV show. We've got all kinds of other ones that aren't uh, Marvel related. Um, they announced obviously the Mandalorian. Uh, we got some more of uh, what's her name, uh, the the lady Hillary Duff's uh, show. Oh, uh, fucking! I can't think of her name. You know, Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, yeah, Lizzie McGuire. That's the one. Um, along with, looks like Toy Story Four is going to be coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't say how soon. They didn't like that, say. But. I think I read somewhere actually that it said as soon as January eighth, we'll be getting the Aladdin. January, yeah, it is already, it's slated for That's Aladdin. slated on there, yeah. So I imagine probably, like, my guess would be May or so is when we'll get Toy Story 4, would be my, my thought. Like a whole year after the movie even released. Well, it almost. came out, like, in... It came out in, like, June or July. Really? Pretty sure. Well, maybe not that far then, because Aladdin was a May release, so maybe mm-hmm. March. Let's say March. I'm going to say March. I'm going to go March. Mm-hmm. March. <laughs> Okay. What do I say? Toy Story 4? Yeah, Toy, Toy Story 4. Um, yeah. And we're, we're actually... Yeah, June 21st. Yeah, I'm going to say March then. 
March. Okay. Definitely March. Uh, <laughs> then we actually have started getting some of the Fox Marvel movies on Disney+. Plus. As of right now, we've got that wonderful Fantastic Deadpool? Four Rise of the Silver Surfer um, oh, movie on there now. I love all the Fantastic Four movies they've ever made. All of them? All of them. Even that first one from the 90s? Mm-hmm. Have you watched that? 1994 hit classic. Is that when it came starring out? Starring Michael Jordan, not Michael B. Jordan. Michael Jordan was in? No. I'm I just like, making I don't it up. I think he was. was no. He? But no, I've never watched it. it no. Um... So, yeah, looks like there's a lot of stuff coming up. There was a little bit of a kerfuffle recently about uh, Disney Plus removing uh, things from their uh, from their lineup. Yeah, look at that wonderful Fantastic Four from 1990. Mm-hmm. You that. nailed the year, though. 1994? Yeah. yeah. Did you know that, or are you just kind of... No, I, I knew it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Um, so there was a little bit of a kerfuffle about the uh, movies leaving uh, Disney Plus. This recently after the holiday season got over, but it appears that they have uh, some some leasing agreements with their licensing still um, that they have to kind of overcome. And they're not planning on having a cycled out uh, movie catalog uh, like everybody was kind of speculating or getting um, upset about, uh, which goes to show that people just need to not get upset about things. But also maybe Disney needed to say something before they just took movies off there. Um, And that's our Disney Plus moment. Moment. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> That's the Disney Plus moment song. Oh, okay. In case you wanted to know why you're editing this, where to add in uh, all of a sudden reverb. <laughs> How about some more movie news? Jackass is officially returning to the big screen for the fourth film. Really? Yep. I did not see that. Mm-hmm. It's supposed it... to be a 2021 release as of now. They are getting everything set up and together, I guess, for pre-production to start sometime this summer. Okay. And then... Uh, Who's all signed on for it? Uh, I guess whoever's alive. Really? Is that... Not Ryan Dunn. Aww. Random hero. Dang it. Rip. Um... No, for real though. Is is everybody? Does it? Did it say who was signed on at all? The only or? people that I know of is Knoxville. Uh, Knoxville. I think Bam as well. Bam is. Mm-hmm. And well, then good. Maybe uh, that's... I didn't. There's a couple more too. Uh, Mattias is probably signed up for it. Chris Rao probably. probably signed Rav, up for it. I'm sure did. Yeah. I mean, it's not like any of them are working. I'm hoping that this is a this Brandon. Is a, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm really hoping that maybe this is the, what they did with Steve-O with the third one is like, if you get clean, we'll do this movie. Maybe this is the Bam enticement here is that Bam's been on a real rough road mm-hmm. that nobody wants to see him go down with alcoholism and things like that. So it would be really cool if this was like the, clean the enticement. And sober and then like, I can do this again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, Deadpool three going to be a Marvel production. Yeah. According to Ryan Reynolds. It's all, all announced up. Uh, and the other thing was the Uncharted film lost its sixth director. Yeah. From, I think that movie's going to squander for a bit. I really don't know what's going on it's with like this. The they said that, that was the, the director got pissed, I guess, because there were Tom Holland's schedule, Tom Holland's schedule got tied up with other things that he was working on and they weren't actually able to start any kind of pre-production yet. Yeah. And because that happened, he backed out and was just like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you got if you're losing other jobs because you're trying to leave your slate open, oh, yeah, I absolutely. I just think it's silly, though. That's just we're going to be looking for a seventh director for a movie that I'm sure is going to definitely make money of some variety. Yeah, I mean, it could be another Tomb Raider, though. 
No. Of any sort. No, there's no way. It's exactly the same movie. No, it's not. It's exactly <laughs> the same movie. It's not the same movie. It'll, it'll, it was the exact same video game. It was just like, let's make the male version of Tomb Raider is what they did. Let's make the male better version of Tomb Raider. Not because he's male, but because Nathan Drake is a better character. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I agree with that. I think he's a better, more interesting character. They're, I think that movie will squander. He'll, I mean, with Tom Holland at the helm of it, yeah. they're going to have to wait until he's like 35 before they get this movie made. No, they're not going to wait until he, they're going to do something where it'll be younger Drake. Yeah, I don't like that. You don't? No. You don't want to know anything about Drake beforehand? I don't think there's anything interesting to tell about. There's all Drake. kinds of stuff that he did beforehand. We even <laughs> saw bits of it in Uncharted 4. He's, uh, they're just going to be like, hey, uh, Tomb Raider. And he's going to be like, that's not my name. Um, <laughs> that's not my name. That's not my name. What do you got? Carrie's getting a limited uh, series on FX. Uh, the Stephen King Carrie. Carrie? Carrie King. Carrie Fisher? Carrie uh, Kelly. Carrie Keen Underwood? Uh, uh, King was. Oh, shit. What's his name? Billy Joe King. Who's, uh, who's the guitar mean player for Jean. Slayer? The King? Yeah. Kelly King? No. Kelly, no. Uh, is it Kerry King? It's something King. Uh, what is his name? I don't know. It's King. King Diamond. Guitar player <laughs> from Slayer. Slayer. Like Slayer. Slayer. Kerry King, yeah. I was right the Carrie. first time. Yeah. Uh, no. But Kerry is getting a limited uh, series on uh, FX. I like these limited series. It gives time for these stories to grow and actually do true stories of things instead of like the shortened Hollywood version of it. So that's mm-hmm. exciting for me. Hopefully we see more limited series of things. You're excited. Novel for me. adaptations, you know, that kind of thing. And it was something that really surprised the shit out of me that telltale is actually going to they're officially, not they're not completely dead. Oh they God. are, they are, uh, they are con- that confirmed 100% that they are still working on The Wolf Among Us 2. Oh my god. And Who that cares? they are starting it from scratch <laughs> to make sure that they do it right. Does anybody care about The Wolf Among Us game? I thought The Wolf Among Us was great. I didn't play it, but I'm just curious. I hadn't. It did not do as well as others. Obviously, the tie ins for like uh, Back to the Future, the Game of Thrones ones, and stuff like that, the those always. Kind of thing. Yeah, the oh, licensed ones always it. sell way more. And not that it's not licensed. You know what I mean? Like it's something that's a more. License, though, I but guess, I mean, so. it's something that's more popular as far as it goes. Yeah. Not that Fables isn't popular, but it's, it's not, not well. as well known as Batman's Telltale like Fables series. Is, or is The not, Walking Dead. It's not popular at all. I mean, it's. Yeah. it's it's a it's an underground Vertigo comic book that came out. Apart from the Walking Dead ones, which told the story super well, I think this one's probably my my other favorite one that I that I got a chance to they play. Got a little more room to breathe, I imagine, with something like that. Oh yeah, the more. first one was was really good, and I'm I'm excited that they're going to try and build on it still. Um, hopefully, it comes out okay. I think I've seen that. Um, Games with Gold sometime this month is supposed to have the Batman Telltale series. Sometime. I think it starts January 15th through the 31st. I think you can get the Batman Telltale series game for free you. on Games with Gold. I think they did that on PlayStation. I never got to, never got to play it, so I'm excited to try that one yeah. out. But Because it, sure. it, it looks... It's they're very much a Telltale art style. They have their own way of doing their kind of comic book stuff because it's not, not the exact same as like any of their 
they don't copy off of the comic book that they're doing it from. Yeah. It's their own kind of spin on shit. Yeah. So it's so that, that story. Yeah. That way kind of done with it, but it looks very interesting to me. I'll be excited to try it out. I heard it had a lot of bugs that they never went back through and fixed. So I'll be excited to see some of those pop into place. I saw one where it's like Bruce's face is the only thing that's there, but the rest of his body's gone. So it's just like eyes and a mouth talking. Oh, just that's all that's there. Yeah. You don't see anything else. Gotcha. <laughs> I, uh, I once I played that like very beginning of the first Walking Dead game and just like choose your own adventure part of it. I wasn't really a big fan of it. I felt kind of like it was a, a boring little game, but hey, maybe they've gotten better since then. Or I don't know. I, I I always enjoyed like the uh, classics, like point and clicks, kind of like in this kind yeah, of same genre. Yeah. Like uh, Monkey Island was always a really yeah. fun one for me. Um, a lot of the old early Lucas stuff, like yeah. had that. What was the Blob one? Oh. I can't think of what that one's called. Dub Isn't blob. there a blob one? Called? I don't. No, it's not dub blob. <laughs> I have to look that <laughs> I up. I forgot what it's. I don't remember Lucas films or Lucas Arts having a, a blob game, but maybe they did. I have to look um, them up. It, while you're doing that, talk about mm, Netflix a little nope, bit. Nope, it wasn't. It was uh, Day of the Tentacle. That was what I, what I was thinking of. Oh, gotcha. Grim Fandango. I forget about that too. That one's great. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. You're right. Uh, Netflix uh, has been testing a couple of different things over the last couple months. Um, we just really haven't gotten to talk about it at all, and I wanted to get your thoughts mm-hmm. on um, one. The, I love it. The episode shuffle. The thought of being able to go to your favorite TV series, uh, no longer Friends, but going to see a, a going to a TV show and saying, you know, shuffle these episodes. I don't want to watch them in order. I just want to watch them. What's your thoughts on something like that? Is that a, a handy tool that you would use, or do you not not your style? Uh, it's not really my style specifically because there's not a ton of series that's on Netflix in particular that I would utilize well, that with. don't think about it on Netflix. Think about it on Disney+. Plus. Um, You're able to do that with Gargoyles. You want to watch Gargoyles in a, yeah, well, a non I mean, I think I would rather watch it in order. I think it still yeah. has some story beats that are seemingly consistent. Same thing with, like, the old X-Men series and stuff, yeah. too. I think it's there's always so had parts. some kind of... Yeah, that's what I meant. But, I mean, there's, like... like I wouldn't... One, yeah, definitely. I like the opening is... Uh, the first three parts is... Uh, Night of the Sentinel. Okay, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to watch Night of the Sentinel Part Two, followed by a story about Jubilee from season three. Yeah, and then going back to Night of the Sentinel Part Three later on. <laughs> what I would prefer out of this is I would rather see, and I know this is going back to um, exactly what we tried to get a, or to what we have been getting away from is give me a playlist type thing. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see more of like show me my cartoon block mm-hmm. like type thing. I don't want like see, a custom custom playlist. Yeah, something that. Like you show can, me shows from. I want to pick these four shows, and I want like a random assortment of these. I'm talking about even broader. Like you make your own playlist. If there's specific oh, episodes and that. stuff like that that you know that you want that you or saying, that you though. want a block of, kind of a thing yeah. that you could add in yourself, and that it's just like an auto playlist that you kind of created. Yeah, almost like sense. how Spotify has like user created playlists that you yeah. can do and share with people. That'd mm-hmm. be kind of a cool feature too. Like I would like to see they have all like the CW shows. I would like to see a playlist of the CW shows in release of in release order mm-hmm. of like 
the arrow and then flash and then legends like of whatever's going through like that week like mm-hmm. what came out like that would be a cool way to see those shows it's almost like you're watching it on tv but without the commercials yeah. kind of a thing yeah exactly it's like you're and watching arrow followed by flash followed and i don't by... have to wait like three days and mm-hmm. go like that's my monday show my tuesday show my wednesday yeah. show i can see it makes sense like all back to back to back um so that's one thing that they've been testing out uh, the other one is play speed testing so being able to speed up shows like you can with a podcast like this, yeah. uh, you know, and, and I listen to our show on a very high speed um, because we talk kind of slow sometimes. Yeah. Um, so we can try know. to talk fast if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> but but would you watch a show in, in a faster speed to be able to consume more at a time? No, you would always go at, at one speed. Yes, I do it with podcasts as well. I mean, you I know, don't I don't really like listening stay to true any. to the artists. Representation it's, of it. No, it's nothing about no, no, something that it's sounds so no, so, no self-indulged bullshit reason. <laughs> but other, other than just, I like things at just the normal speeds. <laughs> I don't like listening to it any, consuming it any faster. I got, I got it on Apple Podcast. Whenever I was listening to it, you can only go like one, one point like five, I think, oh, yeah. or you can go to like zero, like down all the way to point two five. But it ha- it has like four modes that you can choose from. You can't. Uh, Pick the numbers in between, kind of like a slider in a on way. Mine, like a good. You can uh, the one that I, I don't use. know what one you use. I uh, I don't. I eye catcher is what it's called. Eye catcher. Yes, cool. with an exclamation point after it. Eye catcher. Yes, eye <laughs> catcher. Um, but yeah, uh, I listen to ours at a one point eight speed. Damn. Yeah. I don't really care what we have to say. <laughs> it says all of this. <laughs> no, I stopped listening to our show, actually, because I listen to it while I'm editing, so I don't... I, uh, for fun, one time, like last week, I think it was, listened to a bit of an old Tell em Steve Dave at .5 speed to, like, slow down. Yeah. Just listening to Walt laugh, doing the... <laughs> <laughs> I guess the uh, the the testing of speeding up shows though has uh, caused a little bit of uh, upheaval from the creators Artists. of those shows. Yeah, they go on, hey, that's my art, and I'm like, hey, it's not your opinion. It's you can do whatever you want with somebody's mm-hmm. art. Like, yeah, but they were I downloaded it. I'm gonna do what I want if yeah. I want to listen to. I'm paying for it. If I want to listen to Bohemian Rhapsody at 1.5 yeah. speed, I can. I'm, I'm paid exactly. for it and got it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and I don't get to control how people consume our art, mm-hmm. uh, nor do I care as long as they're consuming it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just happy that they're doing it. I love it. Yes, I love them. What about news that you got? You got I'm done. News? You're, you're done with I'm the personals. News? I'm glad that you you said I'm done. I'm all done now. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, let's get into the personals then. Games. Video games. Have you heard of these? I, I have heard a little bit of them. I'm not familiar, though. Can you update me, please? There's uh, video games that have released uh, not in this year that I played. Uh, me too. <laughs> I just like the first big... We've played the same I, game. I looked up uh, the the first big release of this year, and I was curious. I was like, I wonder what it's going to be. Cause last year, too. Last year, it was like, I think it was like uh, the big releases in January were, uh, I think, Resident Evil Remake. We yes. were coming to be almost Kingdom, uh, Hearts, Kingdom 3. Hearts 3. Yeah. So we had some decent, good titles. Uh, the big one this year is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Oh, God. <laughs> so we got another Dragon Ball Z game that follows the whole... You know, cusp of what uh, what Kakarot or Goku's journey is yeah. throughout the whole legacy of Dragon Ball Z, nice. um, which we've had done for us before 
within probably about 15 different games. Oh, now. okay. Um, with different formats, you know, some of them are just beat them up fighting game type of things. They're all different versions. They've, they've wrapped Yeah, the this. same same story uh, that ended in like 1998. Gotcha. Uh, I really like that story, though. We're going to talk about it a bunch of different ways or play it a bunch of different ways. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I've been. I played a few games. What, what was the game that you said we played the same? Uh, Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. Yeah, okay. I forgot that you have it too. I don't know why. <laughs> what uh, game? Yeah, yeah, we talked about it a little bit. Where Where did you end up at? Your. Um, I have made it through the first town, rode the little. Was it a train? Rode a train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, train. And then went to the first like wild area, and then okay. just kind of started in there. Um, didn't get too far into it, but got my, my rosters filling up. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose, uh, the, uh, score bunny, score bunny. uh, as mine. Mm-hmm. Mine's Sobble. Nice. And, uh, my, I think my second strongest right now is Meowth. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the one you get from the mystery, the mystery box. Gift, yeah. 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 I got him and then immediately put him away because I really <laughs> didn't want a Meowth. You didn't really care um, about that. I've got... My roster right now is because I got a. Whenever you leave off the train and you get ready to go into the wild area, in that like train station area, you can talk to one of the chicks that's get there. That Pikachu. Yeah, I got yeah. a Pikachu because I played uh, Let's Go Pikachu. Yes. And if you play Let's Go uh, Eevee, you get the Eevee. Oh, yeah. that's not true. Is it not? Because I think I have Let's Go Eevee and I didn't get. Maybe there's two characters. There's side. There's two characters side by side. Oh. One of them talks about an Eevee. One of them talks about Pikachu. Maybe. And I got. And the Eevee guy said, "Oh, you didn't. You didn't play. Blah 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 or whatever. Oh, oh I, I see. Or I, I saw, or he says something like the effect of like, "Oh, I see you're not as well versed in Eevee. And then you uh, talk to the Pikachu. It's like, "Oh, I can see you're a big fan of Pikachu. Here you go. And it was like a level ten Pikachu. Maybe I did play Pikachu. Yeah. So they gave me a Pikachu. So I got that one in my lineup still, because um, I do like Pikachu's I went the opposite of you. Mm. And then um, who else? I got full picks because I needed a fire type. Yeah, you're so strategy oriented. Um, you got such a, you're just a I gamer. call it uh, Magikarp early because it gives you a fishing too. rod Fished at the it, very yeah. beginning of the fucking game. Yeah. And I got, I'm leaving it in the party in the back so it gets experience because you get, you get Gyarados at level 20. That's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm getting you. close to that because I think he's already now because of my mistake that I made. He is now already at like level 18. Nice. I'm a Gyarados before I finish the Perfect. first, after I finished the first, uh, badge. Yeah. Um, uh, I got, I forgot what the name of the bird is. The fucking little bird that turns into Corviknight. I don't know. It's a bird that turns into Corviknight. I forgot what the first. It's it's something DD, I think, like QEDD or something D- like that. Um, it's a really cute small little sparrow bird thing that you get. Um, I got it, and it's already evolved to Corvus Squire. I think is the name of the second evolution. Gotcha. And it goes from Corvus Squire to Corviknight. Ah. If you see what they did there. I see um, it. And then what else do I have? I don't remember. Yeah. Um, must, it? must not have been great. Like oh, it. Butterfree. Got Butterfree. There you go. Yeah, needed that because it has... Uh, poison. Poison, sleep powder, you can get stung score, oh, okay. and then also you get uh, beam, which is just like one of the best psychic attacks. Yeah. So I use that for psychic and then stun, so that way it'd be easier to catch Pokemon too, something to, to disable other Pokemon. Nice. Make them disabled. Yeah, yeah, I'm like six or seven hours in. I explained to Shad earlier that I made the mistake of thinking that the next big city past the wild area you're talking about was yeah. going to be where the gym is. Little did I know that there was uh, Route 3 
a a whole like mini dungeon, kind of like Mount Moon in yeah. a way. Uh-huh. It's a it's a mine that you go through. Oh, cool! The Mines of Moria, I think it's called. Um, Mordor. Mm-hmm, the Mines of Moria. There's a uh, there's dead dwarves there, and then uh, <laughs> that you go through Route Four, and then you finally get to that. City. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like two routes, a yeah, whole a other time. thing. And they, I read somewhere I was like, oh, it's a grass type guy, and I've got a, a water starter, so I need something to be able to fight him easier. And he's supposed to be like level nineteen or twenty. Yeah. And so I wanted to like beef up my guys and I did You're so beefy. knowing not knowing that I wasn't actually going to yeah, fight well, him for a while had a lot of time to still grind out yeah so well, cool. but I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it I really like that uh, I like the raid system that they have in the wild area going into the dens yeah I haven't done um, one of those yet it's really cool uh, you fight uh, Dynamax Pokemon that's kind of the whole principle yeah. and uh, you can choose whether to uh, you fight alongside three AI trainers, like they'll handpick AI can, trainers, or you can wait for a party and then uh, fight alongside people, yeah. which I think is really fun because it works pretty well. And you just fight against random people that are yeah. also starting off on the game with you, kind yeah, of a thing. Because you're kind of in the same areas mm-hmm. as those people. So they have, you know, they'll know. It tells you, it shows you a silhouette of the Pokemon that you're going to be fighting, mm-hmm. but it's really, it's like a pixelated silhouette, so you don't know what it is exactly, but I it'll see. tell you what type it is. So you'll know going into the battle, oh, I'm fighting a pure flying type, so you want to take something like uh, like Pikachu with you as your Pokemon that you're going to fight with. Yeah. If um, you know how to do that. If you know how to match people. <laughs> yes, yes. If you know type matching, then you know to go do that. Um, so it tells you that so way you kind of know what to do to type match. And then um, since you already have the band, that's the first time you really get to do the uh, Dynamaxing system. Yeah. So you can Dynamax, I think, any Pokemon. And then you can Gigantamax. Oh, is it the other way around? I don't know. I think it's Gigantamax. Uh, any Pokemon Dynamax specific Pokemon that's whenever they get like unique specific special they abilities they, they change they their appearance changes like, yeah. like Pikachu is that way like he, he gets fat and looks like he did in Pokemon Red because oh, they shave yeah, if you yeah. look at a Pikachu over the time you know Pikachu's gotten slimmer and yeah. whatnot so uh, he actually turns fat has a really small skinny tail and looks like he did in Pokemon that's Red <laughs> and Blue um so he does that. I know Butterfree changes differently. Like it almost has like weirder, bigger, more pretty wings that kind of almost look mm-hmm. like moth wings in a way. I gotcha. Um, yeah, and Charizard has like a smoke mustache thing that comes out of him. I've seen. Nice. Um, yeah, they have unique ones and stuff like that too. But cool. I'm really enjoying it. Nice. It's, a, it's a good time. Good. Definitely was. Uh, didn't know how I was going to feel about a new Pokemon experience <laughs> coming in, but yeah, I like it. Nice. And, Did you play uh, any other games? Yeah, yeah. I played a little bit more Control. It's still great. You love Control. It's your favorite game of 2019 almost. Honestly, going is back, it, it, it's, it's it, should, it should have climbed up the ladder higher because yeah. I'm just like, oh, no. If was the story five? Yeah, because yeah. I just started you playing just, yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, if I finish this game, it might beat Kingdom Hearts because Story what? Beat White. Really? It's really fucking wow. cool. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's turning out really awesome. I'm liking meeting the different characters that you're meeting as it goes along and still gaining more and more powers uh it's it's skill tree based to kind of like you know like your uh horizon zero dawn or any kind of like that too or whatever yeah and it's it's fun growing those abilities out too because you'll be able to see where it's like uh you can't just increase 
your health. You can also do like whenever you do like the force push thing or whatever, yeah. it's like it increases its power. Like the first one bump up is like literally by 50%. So like nice. the, the push is just like, and like sends them way across the room. And it's uh it's really cool and rewarding being able to get like a bigger, bigger uh, chunks of stuff like that from, from that early on in the game. Nice. But, uh, I'm getting some new, uh, the gun keeps changing. It, it, you only have the one gun, like I described before, whenever we were doing yeah. that podcast uh, for the 2019 episode. But uh, the, you only have the one gun, but you do keep getting different iterations. He's staring straight at me now. <laughs> um, different iterations of the gun. So there's one that is like almost like a, it's like a big pistol, but it's kind of like a sniper, quote unquote, if you will. Oh, okay. It looks like it just has an extended barrel. Um you have the default one that's kind of like a magnum or a regular, like just a pistol that shoots decently moderate piece. Um, they have one that's kind of like a machine gun. It's just got a big spread. And you can get different perks, too, for your guns as you go along, killing specific enemies. Or uh, speci- like you can actually finish kind of quests, like side quests, where you like it says, like, in this area, kill 25 of this type of enemy. Or kill five of this type of enemy in the air with melee ability or something uh, like that. Yeah. And if you do those, it will give you like special uh, like little abilities that you can do. Um, some of them is like for, uh, for example, for like the shotgun. Uh, sawed-off shotgun version of your gun, you can actually reduce the spread significantly. So instead of like doing less damage, it'll kind of coil in that shot. So the buckshot will shoot out like a little bit more tight mm-hmm. of a shot, and it'll be more clustered exactly where you're pointing, um, which is really cool. I got an upgrade for the shotgun too, where if you aim down sights and you shoot the shotgun, it shoots a concentrated burst of those too, and that's like the perk that I got. And it does this thing where it just knocks the enemy way far back, and you can knock nice. them into one another and stuff. It doesn't do as much damage, but it, it, it helps you like timing wise kind of a thing like if you're getting overwhelmed with Mm -hmm. a big group of enemies and these like zombie things are kind of coming all at you or they're called the hiss in this um if these creatures are all coming towards you and whatnot then you can kind of use that to knock back like four or five of them give yourself more time to be like all right they're on the ground i'll pick off a couple of them and then go back here and wait for the next two to shoot with a shotgun give you a little bit more strategy and a little bit more time to kind of think cool bosses are kind of tough and uh unique but mm-hmm. like it, it takes time to kind of learn the patterns. I've died a couple of different times to the three or four bosses that I've fought now. Um, they're like former employees of the Federal Bureau of Control. Like one person is able to like pick up a bit of things like telekinetically and he puts them like around himself to kind of as a shield. Mm-hmm. So you're not able to damage him. And then he'll take those and kind of like throw them at you. And then eventually you get an ability where you can pick up items that are th- being thrown at you. It's like if somebody's like shooting a grenade launcher at you, you can pick up the grenade mid thought, mid, uh, like mid uh, shot um, with your mind and like toss it back to them gotcha. using like your, your Jedi force powers. Very cool. It's good stuff. Yeah. What else you've been playing? Like nothing. Nothing else? Nothing. Star Wars, oh. Pokemon. That's it. Let me rapid fire through these bad boys. Oh, you got a lot. Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> you remember this? Yeah, I remember this. This game's weird. You play. You, you were talking about it at our, at our recap. Because I was like, what the hell is this game? Yeah, it's uh, it's still fun. It's uh, It loses its thunder pretty quick. No, it's it's got a, it keeps adding in little There's things. There's no way that you're enjoying a game where you're just a goose and you're walking around. It keeps adding in other little elements that makes uh, solving the puzzles of trying to like piss off these people uh, more and more unique. I see. Um, so there's like one puzzle that I did where uh, 
before you could leave the area, you actually had to trap one of these ladies inside a garage and lock it. But I'm just like, how am I supposed to get her to fucking go in here? And I found a set of walkie-talkies. So I took one of the walkie-talkies. I put it in the garage. I lured her to the garage. And then I went and ran away and kind of hid. And as she was walking back, I picked up the other walkie-talkie and hacked in the walkie-talkie. And she turned around. She looked in there, heard it from the other walkie-talkie that's in the garage, went inside the garage to investigate, quickly ran to the garage, hit the button to lock the door. (laughs) But it's just just weird puzzles and shit like that that you just kind of – it's weird and quirky and it's fun. But um, it it was really cool. Uh, I played Rage 2. Don't do that. Don't do that one. No. um, That's all I'm going to say about it. It was not – it was like, hey, remember when we made Rage 1 for Xbox 360? And everybody was like, no. And I was like, cool, let's try that. And then it wasn't good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Donut County. (laughs) What's this? Donut County, I bought it for iOS. I've been hearing about it for a while, but I've never had an iPhone. Yeah. Um, I think it was on, it's released since on Steam and I think PS4 now. It is supposed to be ported to Switch. And it's typically, I think, a $5 game. It was on sale for a dollar when I got it because it was a holiday sale. So I downloaded it for sure with my brand new iPhone uh, 11 Pro TM. I wish I didn't have it. Your phone? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You you miss the the Pixel days? I miss it. Well, I just miss the Android. Yeah. I do too sometimes. I'm I'm okay with this, but yeah. I'm, I'll probably I'm, go back. Like ninety percent of the apps I usually can't do in-app purchases on mm. anymore, and it's frustrating. Like what? Like Comixology or Voodoo. You can't do in-app purchases. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh yeah, because I know on Comixology, all I can really do is explore now. I can't yep. do anything else with it. Why do they have it broken down that way? I think because they also provide books purchase, and so they have like an exclusive rights to like. You can't buy books unless you're buying. That's numb. I'm just gonna use my. I'll just use my tablet to buy all the stuff I well, want to buy. Just go on the web browser. Like yeah. I use my Chrome yeah. browser and go buy it, and then I just have it. But I don't read on my phone anyways. But it was just annoying. I told you about this a little bit before. I think um, Donut so County. Donut County is essentially kind of like a Katamari Damacy clone. And the Katamari Damacy. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Katamari Damacy is an old PlayStation Two game. They've made a bunch of different other ones. Like there's one called Katamari. Forever that came out on uh, is it Xbox. Pasta? Huh? Is it pasta? Katamasi? Yeah. Is it no, like, is no, it it's pasta? not pasta. Yeah, like a Katamasi. No. Katamari Damasi. Yeah. Calamari. Katamari. Calamari Damasi. No, calamari is a fish dish. It can get uh, a squid, I think. Isn't it? Yeah. So uh, it's kind of a fishy. It's Damasi. It's very mossy. It's. <laughs> Because there's ink, <laughs> there's ink in the squid. It's it's very messy. It's a very Demasi. No, so um, in Katamari Demasi, you play as a uh, a prince of the stars, and your father, the king, entrusts you on a mission to go to Earth because the stars are starting to burn out to create more stars. And how you create more stars is he gives you this like small ball object, kind of looks like one of those. I don't know what they're called. Testicles. Do you know the, like the <laughs> the kids' toys that have like the little like different colored studs on them they're like wobble balls like yeah, they just vibrate you know what I'm talking about we just saw that on that, uh, that dog show that your kid watches there was yeah kind of like kind of like one of those um, it looks like that it's yellow and it shakes it. Yeah, yeah like that and then uh, so you take one of those and it's sticky and you push it around on okay. the ground. You start off real small, like I'm talking like size of like paper clips, pencils and stuff. Yeah. And you roll it on top of the stuff and things stick to the ball. 
Gotcha. And as you keep rolling, you keep, you keep sticking things to it. And the bigger the things that you have stuck to it, the more bigger things that you'll be able to stick to it. So you'll start off with like paper clips or something, and then you'll be able to move up to pencils. And since you've got pencils, you'll be able to move up to something like markers. This is calamari Damasi. Katamari Damasi's this way. You keep making balls that are bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, we talked about this. So this yeah. is the donut game. Yeah. And then in Damasi, once that the level's finished and you have your thing, it'll grade you on it. And that ball of mess goes up into the sky and becomes a fucking star. And that's how stars are made. <laughs> and you're making donuts is the only difference. In this one, you are uh, the, the, you, there's holes. So it's basically a bottomless pit. Okay. And you're taking the bottomless pit that you control because you're playing as a, you don't know it because there's a whole story to it. You're playing as a raccoon um, who uh, co-owns a donut shop with one of the main characters. Okay. And uh, Is the main character a human? Or? Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. is it a real raccoon? Yes. It looks a like human? a real raccoon and a human. And raccoons are slowly but surely trying to take over Donut County. Okay. Um, how they're doing this is by consuming everything into these holes, um, which is like part of the plot. Like it's just a whole story to it. And it's actually a really fun, cool, quirky indie title. Um, but the gameplay aspect of it is you take the hole, this hole starts off small, same sense of Damasi as you absorb things and make things fall into the hole, the hole gradually gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And so like, you'll just start off with like grass, like clumps of grass and flowers. And then eventually it'll get to like, Oh, you're picking up like flower pots and then tires and then like the hole gets big enough that you're absorbing like buildings and cars and all kinds of other shit and stuff like that and uh sounds like that cooking game what cooking game that one you like uh cooking game i like overcooked i have never played overcooked no Mm -mm. what's the one where you're in the kitchen with a bunch of people i don't know overcooked does that you like that game. I've never played it. <laughs> Still never played it. <laughs> um, it's really cool. It's really, like I said, if you ever catch it on sale. Um, Balls and holes. It's fun. It, it sounds weird and stupid, but at the same time, once you actually get to like doing the absorbing and witnessing the funny story that's all unfolding yeah. with it, with literal like raccoons taking over this county, yeah, it, it it's really charming and it's really quirky and it's cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, cool. But that's my uh, that's my games. Nice. Tell me about some other stuff that you can talk about for a while. We had some movies, <gasps> movies, TV. I mean, we talked about some movies and TV uh, last week with the Star Wars type mm-hmm. yeah. things like that. Um, outside of Star Wars, though, uh, watch a lot of movies. Been in a movie watching kind of mm-hmm. uh, realm of things. Dish, dish, dish. Talked about cats earlier today. You did. Um, and how you wonderful it was. You. <laughs> uh, and uh, but other than that, uh, I watched uh, Toy Story three. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to catch up. I'm ready to watch. Did Toy you ever 40. watch it? No, I don't think so. After really? I watched it, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen this movie. Um, that's it, the one with the the bear. That's the bad guy, right? Yeah, bad guy bear. Mm-hmm. Um, Ra- Laszlo, La- Aslo, Laszlo, something like that. I've already forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was okay. There wasn't anything wrong with it. I'm ready for Toy Story four now, though. I rented Toy Story four, um, and hopefully we'll watch it very soon because otherwise it will expire. I watched Changeland. Which is a, a movie written and directed and starring uh, Seth Green mm-hmm. and Brecken Meyer and Brenda Song and uh, Macaulay Culkin and uh, Claire Grant, which is uh, Seth Green's wife, actually. Um, and in relation to Hugh, I don't think so. I don't. I'm not. I'm not the 100%. one that listens to our show. 
Who? Hugh, that listens to our show. Oh, yeah. Totally related. To, they are? Yeah. That's cool. Hugh, uh, we should try to get her on the show. His last name, View. Hugh, yeah, Hugh's View. Hugh's Views by Hugh View. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, it's a really good movie about a, uh, a man who has planned this trip with his wife for their anniversary, um, but has since uh, found out that she is cheating on him. Ooh. Um, and so this secret Cheaters. trip... That he has planned for her to take her to Thailand. Fucking he trifling bitches. decides to take it alone um, and invites his best friend along, which is played by Brecken Meyer. Brecken Meyer. And, uh, and so they go on this trip to Thailand. Uh, it's another one of those kind of stories. It's kind of it's kind of indie movie with like a drama twist. Not twist. A little bit of drama life involved, but with funny mm-hmm. things because they're, they're funny people and life is funny. Um, the whole thing, they think that... Because it has been an anniversary, it's he's planned it as an anniversary yeah, yeah. trip. Everybody, so it's almost like a like a honeymoon type of a thing in a way. Yeah, yeah. kind of like that. And so the whole time, they everybody at the hotels and the resorts and all that think that they're on a honeymoon together, <laughs> Seth and, and Brecken. Yeah, uh, and so old Brecken, they keep uh, kind of referring to that throughout it, and that's uh, funny. And they meet up with uh, these um, tour guides, which Hooligans. is played by Brenda Song and by. Uh, his wife, Claire, uh, Claire, Claire Grant, and um, meet up with them. They meet up with Macaulay, who's another tour guide, and there's wrestling involved and drinking. Uh, it's it's a pretty good movie. I, I think it's pretty solid. Sounds cool. Um, I would give it a four out of five. No, on really? Scale. Yeah. Damn. I like yeah. that. Highly recommend it uh, if you're into like just little. Where'd you get it at? Little simple indie movies. Um, I uh, bought it on Vudu. Okay. Um, but it's on everything. Across I, the, I just wanted across to rent it if I could. I didn't yeah. know where it was it's, from. It's rentable, and it's on like Google Play and Vudu and probably on iTunes Store or wherever. Two things. Whenever you said uh, Breckenmeyer out in the in the living room yeah. earlier, it reminded me of uh, a movie director's last name because you said it, it sounded really fast. Breckenmeyer. <laughs> um, and then now I'm thinking it also sounds like a law firm. The law firm of Breckenmeyer. Brecken and Meyer. <laughs> Or Breck and Meyer. Uh-huh. Yeah, Breck Hello, and Meyer. I'm Breck, and this is Maya. <laughs> um, I also watched the Between Two Ferns movie. Have you seen this yet? I haven't watched On it Netflix. yet. On Netflix? Yeah. Uh, super funny. Great. Really recommend it. Is this the one, is the, the like, the big subcontext that's in it? It was, like, uh, Chrissy Teigen? Uh, Chrissy Teigen's in it, yeah. Uh, and John Legend, Legend. yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I know there's a lot of people in it. I just meant, like, in general, I, I thought that that was, like, part of the... Like a, a big plot point or something. Like, to it. It's only like ten minutes of the movie. There's nothing crazy in there. Uh, it's funny how yeah, that all kind of mm-hmm. plays together. But um, no, the movie's pretty solid. Essentially, uh, there's it's a, a fictional version of Zach Galifianakis, as the whole between difference is. Uh, he runs it out of a cable access uh, building, mm-hmm. and isn't but it, isn't it funnier die? But funnier die has picked up the cable access okay. show, but he still films it out of the cable access building. And uh, he has Matthew McConaughey on. That's the very beginning of the movie. He's the, his guest, and there's an issue with the pipes, and there and Matthew McConaughey almost dies in there. And They're so, drowning. Yeah, I think it's in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. And then so Will Ferrell's pissed about all of it, and he says, "You've got to give me ten episodes, and then I'm shutting your show down. Like, and you're you're no longer getting funded or whatever." So. 
with the studio being shut down, they have to do it as a road trip. And so they, he has to do it in like two weeks. And so he has to go to all of these stars to make his 10 episodes of the show. And, uh, and so he brings his crew with him. It's kind of a road trip movie. And hilarity ensues. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I mean, it's the, I, I like the Zach Galifianakis version of, uh, in between two ferns, like his kind of, kind of, he plays a good stupid, uh, yeah. uneducated mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then his like really like rough directness towards people, uh, is kind of funny. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how he stays the whole movie. So cool. it actually worked. I didn't know if it would be good, but it kind of reminded me of like I've heard a lot of hit or miss, like mixed in or mixed reviews from friends. Yeah, so Thomas I was kind of curious. Like multiple times, he yeah. said he loves it. I think you'd like it. I'm uh, sure it will. I, I want to watch it. I just haven't sat down to watch it. Yet. Uh, it reminds me of like the time when they like when they used to make Saturday Night Live movies, like Night mm-hmm. of the Roxberries, and uh, which like we got Ladies to see the Man. trailer for. That's at uh it was on Star Wars whenever we went to see they're making the that new uh SNL sketch movie for uh fuck Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph's character. Oh, that's a that's an SNL sketch. Yeah, the oh my I didn't know God. That. Okay, the two older ladies. Gotcha. They never show their face in the show. Yeah. yeah, that was an old SNL sketch that gotcha. they did together. Oh, um, I forgot what their names are. That's uh something uh, and Tish. No, no. I think of something else. And I don't remember, but because uh, they they say, "Oh my star, oh my and stars, yeah, star and la mar," they uh-huh. rhyme kind of. Mm-hmm. Barb, star, Barb and Barb star, and star. Yep, yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, but yeah, that looks good. I didn't realize that that was an SNL sketch. That makes, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. That looks that, that uh, makes a lot more sense now that mm-hmm. I know that that's an SNL sketch. Uh, we'll see. What else did I watch? I watched it, Chapter Two. It was pretty good. Did you like it? I did like it. I don't have a lot to say about it, but Do I liked it. Do you think it. it was one of your top movies of 2019? No. Oh. No, but I liked it. That's good. And then I watched Hellboy. Oh, the Dave Harbour? Yeah, the Hellboy? Dave Harbour. War. Yeah. Was it good? I liked it. You did? I actually liked it a lot. I don't know. Do you I, think I like it more than Perlman? At mm, all, or is it different? I think it's different. Yeah. Um, not too different to where they didn't... I think they could have almost... Continued. That movie is, I, and I get it because it's it's more of a uh, box office flop than it was technically a yeah. flop as far as like from the movie point standpoint, yeah. But or uh, from like the from a critic standpoint rather. Yeah. But uh, from a lot of people that I know that watched it, which was I think like three people that I know from Facebook that went and watched it, so they all didn't think it was great. I thought, and I don't, I haven't read a lot of Hellboy comic. I haven't either. But I feel like it is probably a lot more true to comic, and that might be why it didn't do great. Because Hellboy is kind of a weird character as it is. Like, you can't do Hellboy as like a streamlined. He's not Superman. You can't do a Superman version. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of how they pulled off. Like, Guillermo del Toro did a very streamlined, he's the hero, kind of grumpy kind of situation there. Yeah. I feel like this version is a lot more like weird shit mm-hmm. that isn't maybe digestible by the main audience. But Hellboy wasn't digestible by the main audience. It wasn't not necessarily, big, but I mean, I think but, it did. Yeah. It did I mean, not the not the book. You mean? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about the first movie. No, 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 no. I mean, like the actual comic. Like it's so got I think its the first own movie following. Did decent. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think a lot of that had to do with Ron Perlman. Yeah. I think it had to do with Guillermo del Toro. I think it had to do with a lot of those things um, that they didn't have on here. They had David Harbor, but it, it, David Harbor wasn't like 
David Harbour in there. I think he, I felt like he played a good Hellboy. Yeah. Um, I feel like he played it a lot like Ron Perlman, maybe not as <laughs> goofy. Yeah. But I thought they played it very Even similar. Even from the trailers, whenever I seen it, it seemed like he was going with the same... They went with a guy in the first place that had the same overall kind of gruffer tone yeah. in the first place. But whenever he did his kind of presentation with it in the trailers and whatnot, it seems like a very similar kind of delivery. But yeah. I, I'd heard this one's more not... It doesn't take itself too seriously, but it also has more of a serious tone to it. Like, it's yeah. more kind of horror derivative. I wouldn't even say that. No? I wouldn't say horror. I would say... It maybe darker just in the fact that it isn't light and fluffy, but I mean anything that's Hellboy isn't gonna be No, I mean even light. the first movie wasn't light and fluffy. No, no, no. It's just Perlman brought that a little bit to that character just because it was Ron Perlman. And the other characters I think in the first two movies mm-hmm. were a lot more likable characters. Yeah. Maybe likable is a good a good term. Fishboy. Yeah. They're not there's not a lot of like likable characters in this movie. It's just like it's going to get weird. It's going to get real sci-fi. It's BPRD. Like, it's it's that organization and that underground kind of vibe um, without a lot of, like, weird, fun creatures to look at. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but I liked it. I dug it. I dug it. I dug it way more than I thought. I actually went into it going, I don't think I'm going to like this, but I'm going to try it out anyways. It was on, like, sell on AMC's uh, new on-demand app. I was able to <sighs> pop that in there and cool. get that, but... Those are my my watches. What's your watches? Uh, we didn't talk about Noel. We didn't. I did watch Noel. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that? We can talk about. Did Noel. you like that? It was good. I thought it was very cute. I think very, I fall asleep uh, a little bit in it, but just because I was you sleepy. fall asleep in movies, man. I do. I'm just. I, I try to pack a lot into my day. I know. Sometimes it's uh, sometimes you take a nap in the middle of a movie. I what can't. I can't take naps in movies usually or anything. Like, but if it's something that it's I'm my comfort time gonna be interested in, or I know I want to kind of pay attention to. Um, Maybe that's why I can't recall things like you can though either. Yeah, <laughs> like, that might be part half of it. The details gone because I fell asleep. In it. <laughs> oh, it was cool, quirky, was, interesting concept of things. Bill um, Hader was uh, easily digestible. Mm-hmm. In that, I use that term a little. I know a little bit uh, heavily, but um, he's not always the best. Like I don't like Bill Hader a lot. Like the little bit of Bill Hader goes a long way for me. Okay. So I thought that he was not Bill Hader in that movie. It was like he is a, a face you might recognize, and here he is. But he yeah. didn't really play a Bill Hader type character. Yeah, I, I, I agree to that. Um, I do. I, I've always been a fan of Bill Hader. I loved him on SNL and everything yeah. too. And he was one of those guys that I could watch and be part of every sketch, and I'd be okay with. So yeah. I guess I am a bigger fan than you are oh, of him. Yeah, for but sure. he had a good balance in this movie of him being in it, not being in it. I mean, it's supposed to be about Noel's character in the first yeah. place, and it can do a good job of that character. Oh my Garland! Yeah. Um, it was definitely her character. Like, yeah, it's it was written for. It was very her. Anna Kendrick to Etty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the the concept of it. I like the uh, with Nick being gone, that her doing the her searching for him, and then what's the cousin's name? Uh, Billy Eichner's character is Gabe, Gabriel, yeah, Gabe. something yep. like that. Yeah, Gabe. So Gabe was the IT techie guy, and he wanted to make Christmas all about like the funny. IT stuff. Yeah. Like, there's only like two thousand uh, two thousand good kids because the program wasn't analyzing yeah. it correctly. He wanted to deliver packages with drones, like Amazon style. Yes. Um, didn't want to be personable at all or yeah. anything. Didn't even want to ride the sleigh. Um, 
Yeah, I thought the I, I liked the uh, all the character interactions. The story beats cool. Obviously, it got it made a little sense. emotional when they called when all the kids in the orphanage called her Santa Claus. Was that an orphanage? Um, I felt like it was almost like homeless su- shelter. It was like a, like a soup homeless kitchen shelter. slash homeless shelter because yeah. it was like not just kids. Let's go homeless shelter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then they all started calling Santa, like and then they're, they're clothes fit because that was the that's part of the lore. Yeah, you're uh, if you're Santa Claus and you're not you're not fit to build, yeah. you have to wear the outfit you as get is. A, a skimpy little top when she you're, got when she you're got a shorter girl. top, and then uh, she, she had, came back she comes back home and everybody's just like, yeah, Noel yeah. Claus. Yeah. Everybody knew yeah, how I was going to go, but. Yeah, I mean, if you're good. if you're in the mood for a feel good Christmas romp, check out Noel on the I Disney Plus app after Christmas. I think we watched it maybe like the next day, day after Christmas, maybe. Nice, something to that effect. Very cool. Close, still within that window. Yeah. Um, TV wise, did you watch other TVs? No. I watched The Witcher. I started watching The Witcher. I watched yes. the first three episodes. I've heard so a lot far. of good things. It's fucking amazing. Um, it's, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It is very much the same kind Game of... Game of Thrones. Very, very Game of thrones to a certain extent, but also it takes that kind of same build that you get with... Uh, with I, I, just The Witcher in general, I mean, it's it's more magic driven and fantasyful than Game of Thrones is because is he's. I mean, The Witcher itself, he's a mutated human. Basically, wizards had experimented on different sets of humans over the course of time. They grew these mutations that allow oh. them to have these abilities. So he's not a full human, but I he's see. not a monster himself. But that's the whole point because he's not a full human. Civilization views these Witchers as you know. X Men style, how they view mutants. Okay. You know, you're an abomination. Like you a shouldn't exist. Hunter, though? That yeah, that's of? his. That's that's basically what he does. He's he's essentially becomes a monster hunter for coin. He's basically like a bounty hunter in a way for this, and he does it to kind of kind of quote unquote help people because you can tell all witchers are supposed to like not have any feelings, not show any emotion. That's like all kind of part of their traits. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's different. Geralt has. Uh, you can definitely tell that he feels he, he feels human element might yeah. be more than other witches for sure okay and um the, you you do see at the beginning of i think episode three you get to see another witcher for a brief period of time mm-hmm. before he gets fucking murked by a monster um but uh so that way people know like hey th- he's not by himself but he's just kind of like the best one they call him like the legendary Geralt of Rivia. but it's like people herald him as this great monster hunter mm-hmm. but whenever he comes into a city they would sooner rather just throw shit at him and tell him to leave uh, because he's like an abomination as well yeah so they just kind of use him to their extent that they need to be used I mean, and then they're just like get the fuck out, get out. kind of wow. a thing so that's how that's his life that's uh that's the human the human race mm-hmm. <laughs> we're shitty people <laughs> we'll use you up and then when we uh, get what we want out of you we'll call you disgusting until mm-hmm. you get the fuck out it's uh it starts off really cool you get to see him uh mid combat with uh this weird bog spider monster type thing okay um and he's got the uh, the you see it from the trailer. He's got like kind of almost like a paler face. You see the veins that are coming out in the black eyes, mm-hmm. and that's because that's part of like magics that he uses. It's not a like spell he's doing, but it's like a potion. That's ah. a thing. Like the witchers can are able to because of their mutations, mm-hmm. able to consume these potions, and it basically allows him to see underwater, breathe underwater. Uh, he can see at night. Um, it just makes him like a better killing machine in a way. Um, and that's, that's part of their, 
perks and stuff like that. But it, it's really awesome. Some of the different things that he's able to do on the tail end of the first episode, he's in the middle of this, uh, this city looking for this woman and he's like getting ready to come face to face with this woman's guards. And, uh, there's like 10 of these dudes and he basically just goes fuck and starts fighting all of them at once because he doesn't like to kill humans. He kind of, even though the humans don't like him, he kind of values human life as more sacred. He would rather soon kill monsters, but he does carry two blades. One is for humans and one is for monsters because the other one that's for monsters is like pure silver. Um, um, and, uh, so he's like fucking killing these dudes, stabbing them left and right. There's like four of them that start ganging up on him and he uses this, uh, this like thum ability or whatever it is. I don't know what it's called. The and he thum like ability. fucking force pushes like all four of them back super far. T-H-U-M. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I just, I think that's, that's the noise that it makes in my head. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like a THX thum. <laughs> um, so he like kind of like force pushes him back with this magical ability and stuff like that. And it's really cool watching him be able to like use these magics in the middle of while he's doing the sword play. Sword play is like fucking cool as shit. Like whoever did the choreography of it is like on point. Nice. It's fucking rad. And it's all uh, Henry Cavill that's doing the sword play. There's no stunt double in, yeah. in the actual sword play that's on it. Um, dude got real fucking beefy for this role too. Um there's a scene that I read about. I had not seen it yet because it's not in there. It's a nod to, I don't, it doesn't happen in the books apparently, but it's a nod to the video game for, for Witcher 3. There's a scene where he's like naked in a bathtub. I see. And uh, I think one of the other characters, she's, uh, she's kind of like a witch in a way. Her name's Yennefer. She gets into the bathtub and they end up like having sex or something. And the bathtub scene is apparently in there. It's almost kind of like a milky bath, but to get the proper chiseledness that he needs to have for this appearance, Henry Cavill dehydrated himself for three days before they did the scene for that. So that way, every vein, everything we got to show wow. would possibly pop out and show the muscles were like as like sunk in and on point as they could get so the way he could look like as chiseled as possible. Jesus like literally Christ. did not drink anything for three days before it. I thought that was fucking crazy method acting, <laughs> but, um, it's a great show. It's really, really interesting story too. Um, I've not read a ton of Witcher stuff apart from some comics that I'll talk about here in a bit. Um, they have the first couple Witcher trades or there's three, I think out on mm-hmm. comiXology and I've read the first two now, but, um, but it's it's a good time. I, I've got the f- audiobook for The Last Wish, which chronologically, I guess, is the first book. And what a lot of the story beats that's in the first season kind of harken on wow. to. So I'm going to start listening to that at work probably sometime this week. So nice. I'll actually have a book book I could even maybe talk what? about one time. Um, but that's it for me. Very cool. Very, very cool. Um, music? Music. We listened to a thing. Yeah, I got one word for you. Mm-hmm. Camouflage. Okay. <laughs> The end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> uh, yeah, Front Bottom's new single. Yes. It's good stuff. That's really good. I, uh, I've i listened to it a few times now. Not like on like beating a dead horse I, repeat. I, I think I have. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's good stuff. It reminds me more of not this last album. Yeah. Probably one before that. Maybe. Uh, it's like. Uh, what was on? Back what, to the Top. 
Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of what the name of it was. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking Sh- Summer Shandy because it was like the first oh. track or whatever. Yeah. I was just like, what's Summer Shandy? Yeah. That's not it. Yeah, it kind of reminds me a little more yeah. back on top, though. I but I, I dig it. Uh, it's good stuff. It's catchy. For sure. If you like front bottoms at all, definitely check that out. It definitely, yeah. Um, the other thing, I found out that uh, Stephen Lynch, uh, famous acoustic comedian, mm-hmm. uh, released a new a album. Time. And the first one in seven years that he's what released. What was the last one? Lion. Lion. Okay. Came out in 2012. I forgot about that one. I this one came out just like a couple weeks ago. And um, Lion was pretty good. It had some hit or miss stuff. It's not as good as like Craig Machine or uh, a little bit special or any of that stuff from gotcha. before. But uh, this one's very reminiscent of Lion. What's uh, the one with like the speakers? With the speakers. The amps. That's Superhero. That's the live one. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Superhero is live, and it's the most yellow? most of the material. Color? Most it's blue and yellow. Yeah, okay. It's most of it's the uh, material from Little Bit Special, which was the very uh, first like studio you. album. Yeah. Um, but it's good stuff. It, it's consistent with uh, the same kind of like I said, audio quality, and it seems more professionally recorded than you. what you got from a lot of the older albums and yeah. whatnot, and not live or anything like that. It has if you, they have a deluxe one that's on Spotify that does have live tracks and stuff mm. too that I haven't listened to yet. But um, so far it's pretty good. There's some songs that start off that uh, seem like they might have a pretty serious tone to them, but then it turns a little bit. It's not as funny or as over the top as some of his other shit has been. Yeah. So if you got offended easily or anything like that at all by some of Stephen Lynch's older shit, then this might be for you. Because oh. um, it's funny still, but it's not like, uh, hey, we're going to talk about the Jesus Christ's brother whose name's Craig and he just yeah. smokes pot and uh, talks about how his brother's fucking lame. Yeah. You know, it's shit like that. So sure. it's none of that stuff. It's more just like women issues and making fun of that kind of stuff and whatever wow. things like that but yeah, it's pretty good cool yeah right on books um i have been uh making my way through making the, my way downtown uh, uh, yes and i think i think i talked about the first one but uh the oz uh adaptations mm-hmm. uh that went through marvel a few years back that scotty young is the the artist on i can't remember who is the uh, the author uh, on it, but uh, but I I read the wonderful Wizard of Oz uh, trade um, not too long ago. I think I talked about we that. We keep talking about it because there's so many different Oz comics that almost seem like they came. I know they came out years apart, probably or whatever. But the one that I remember was I think a, I thought it was a Marvel one. What's the one where they almost look kind of chibi? They look a little bit smaller than they are. Yeah, that's uh, this. Is that that one? Yeah, that's okay. all of this. Yeah. Okay. There's there's uh, six different stories because there's a lot of Oz books. Yeah, there's like, a lot of Oz books. Like Frank yeah. Obama wrote mm-hmm. a lot of, and these are all adaptations of his, they're direct adaptations. They're not twists on it. It's not the horror kind of thing or right. the cutesy or the steampunk. Like there's all kinds of versions of it. Mm-hmm. This is like a true, just adapt comic book adaptation of those books. Um, so I, I recently finished up the Marvelous Land of Oz, which is uh, the story with Jack Pumpkinhead mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, what's the TikTok the robot? Not that's not this. You're I know Return to Oz. That's Return. Okay, that's Return to Oz is is a is the movie and is not a direct adaptation of any story. Is TikTok not in the books? 
at all? He is in Ozma of Oz, which is the one I'm currently reading, actually. Okay, cool. Um, and the Return to Oz movie that we mm-hmm. that we know and, and everything is a... I'm finding, now that I'm going through all these, is kind of a mashup of Marvelous Land of Oz and Ozma of Oz kind of squished together and kind of parted out to whatever they yeah. like out of all those things. Um, but, yeah, so the story uh, it's this little boy... Um, I can't think of his name. It's like Tam or uh, Tin or uh, fuck if I know. Doesn't matter. Uh, and he uh, lives with this witch. Uh, her name is Mombi, and uh, and Mombi gets a uh, this like magical powder, and uh, and he gets this powder from her. No, no, no. Sorry. Um, he create makes this uh, this kind of scarecrow type thing with the pumpkin, which is Jack the pumpkin, Jack Pumpkinhead, um, and to scare her when she comes back into town, she sprinkles that little powder on him and brings the Jack Pumpkinhead to life. And I didn't realize that bomb died in nineteen nineteen. Oh yeah, I didn't. Re- I mean, I didn't realize that he was. Like it was I, that old. That old, yeah. Then it was born a, in eighteen fifty six. Yeah, so all this stuff came out probably in like the eighteen seventies. So fucked up that this fantasyful, like cool shit that we still know and love and yeah. adore to, to this day. Yeah, is that old? Yes. Like uh, fucking like, uh, yeah. He was a kid when the Civil War was out and shit. Like yeah, was happening and whatnot. True. He would have been what probably like nine or ten at that yeah, point in I time. Guess so. But like ten years after that, we'll say like 1880, something like that. This dude is writing fucking shit like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which probably has a lot to do with it. A lot of influence, I would imagine, on war and things like that. Yeah, uh, playing to it. But he's is he from the states or is he? An yeah, Englishman? he is. He's from uh, New York. Oh, okay, right. New on. York, and he moved to. He died at sixty, age sixty two, and died in Hollywood. Tip. That's his name, not Tam. Uh, Tam. But yeah, I don't know a lot about uh, his first Frank name Baum. is Lyman. Lyman Frank Lyman Baum. Frank Baum. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Tip gets uh, creates the Jack Pumpkin Head. She puts the powder on it. Uh, he comes to life. It's a magical powder. Uh, then Tip gets pissed off at her because she kind of he's like a servant kind of to her, and he steals the powder, takes Jack Pumpkin Head with him. They run away from home. And then he, they need to get away quick, so they find a sawhorse in the woods. They sprinkle some powder on that. Sawhorse becomes a real horse, and they ride away on that. And then they go on this adventure to go to Oz, and they find Scarecrow, because Scarecrow's now the king of Oz, um, after after the events of the wonderful Wizard of Oz. And He's a king? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he, run, he runs Emerald City and, and Oz. And um, they go find Scarecrow or uh, Tin Man, who's in charge of the Winkies, because uh, he takes over. Is any of this on the... Unlimited at all? No, no, I no. didn't know if it would be. Uh, I've got like the fir- like whenever they first came out, I have like the first six or seven actual issues in one of my comic book bins that's still in oh, here. Yeah. But I don't. I I only read those. I enjoyed it a lot, but I never like picked it back up or anything. But I, I I've always loved the Wizard of Oz I stuff. This, uh, I think the lore of it's just really cool. I'm reading it all on Marvel Unlimited. I I got like a, they had a fifty percent off like your first month, so I hopped on there for a, a second to read on Marvel because oh, it's all Marvel books wrote this whenever he was like in his 50s even oh really it, was, it, it was came a... out in 1900 so oh, he would yeah. he died in 1919 no, he was 40 something yeah 44 yeah yeah 
That's crazy. So a series between like his 40s well, and 50s I mean, then? Uh, like uh, Tolkien wrote his stuff when he was a lot older. Yeah, he wrote, and, he wrote a lot of that stuff whenever he was in his 50s and too. And so did um, uh, Narnia. Yeah. He was he was quite a bit older. Like they all... They it was weird hope, though too because a lot of it like... Gives me hope as a... I feel like Tolkien wrote that and then like... I think it was like 14 years after he finished the final book, he died. Yeah. And then it's the same thing. I think, uh, fucking, what's his face? Yeah. What's his name? W, from Narnia. Is it W? No. I keep wanting to say Sinclair for some reason. H. It's G. not Sinclair. Uh, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> Regardless, Narnia boy. He did the same thing. Like it was like Lewis. Yeah, C.S. Lewis. <laughs> he, he died like, uh, fucking like 11 years or something after yeah. he finished it. Like, what's the deal with like a short lifespan after you finish writing your book? It's, like they, it's they, just like you get rid of all of what you've been thinking yeah. of and you're just like, all right, I'm done. They dream it up, <laughs> spit it out, and they're done with it. I guess. But like Tolkien didn't even finish half of his shit. I know his son had too. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, "I'm done." Is his son alive? Uh, I think so. Chris, right? Christopher. That sounds right. I think it's right. Uh, but no, I'd, I'm absolutely into this hardcore. I'm, like I said, I'm into Ozma now. Um, Ozma of Oz is kind of a lot of the main story beats of Return to Oz, but in a totally different land called Ev or Eve. It's E V. Uh, that's like a. a like a Part, parallel like it's kind right of thing. next like there's Oz and there's like the north, south, east, and west areas mm-hmm. of Oz, and then there's this giant desert, and then on the other side of the desert, which they thought to be Kansas on the other side of it. That's weird. That's like um Warcraft that way. Oh really? Warcraft they have the whole land of is it Asgard? No, it's not Asgard. What is it? Azeroth. Okay. Azeroth's over here, and that's like where all the humans and the elves and stuff like that live. And there's like a small channel of ocean, and this is where all the orcs and the hordes and stuff uh, like okay. that live over here. So it's kind of like paralleling nice. each other. But yeah, so like Eve is on that other side, and that's uh, where this story takes place. Uh, but I'm about halfway through Ozma of Oz now, and there are, like I said, there's six trades of... Um, of the the Oz series through Marvel, and it's all over. Uh, but I'm gonna hopefully chunk through it all pretty pretty soon. But there's a lot more story. These are all of the books in yeah. their publication order. I think I've got them all on like all the book books. The and book books the are good too. Publication order of Oz books, children's books, and then the continued. And a lot of them are like little short stories and mm-hmm. only like twenty pages. They're, they're, but I I love the books themselves too. I haven't read all of them, but. Oz is really cool. I did, I'm really surprised that they haven't touched it more than they have. Touched me. Like they did Wizard of Oz mm. in what? Uh, that was 1939. Was it, I was going to say 40-something. Mm-hmm. So, and then they did The Return to Oz in 88. <laughs> That's a gap. And then they did... <laughs> 2015? The was Wonderful the Wizard of... Or what's that called? Uh... Oz the Great and Powerful. Yeah, Oz the Great and Powerful. Yeah. James Franco one? Yeah, James Franco one. I think it was 2015, and something that's like it. that. Yeah. And that's like... That's our that's our cinematography. I think the Great and that's Powerful... That's there's movies that are like cartoon movies, but they're like not yeah. really... They're like short little things that was yeah. like kind of Hanna-Barbera animation style. I think it's all style. kind of made up. I don't think it's direct like story plot to it, but like it's crazy that there's that much that we could do with something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know who owns it. Does Disney um, own it? The Oz series? Yeah. I have no idea. Because Disney Disney produced Return to Oz, and I think that they did Oz the Great and Powerful. 
But I, I might be wrong on that one. I thought that that was their movie as well. But that would be... Could you imagine an Oz? Yeah, Disney. That's nice. under Disney's umbrella now. Okay. Yeah, that could, there's no reason why we don't have a an Oz Disney Plus, Disney Plus series that oh. just chronicles from, the, the beginning. from beginning to end Oz. Yeah, it can be, it can be acted, it can be animated. I don't care. It can be combo. Mm-hmm. They do like a, a weird mix. There's so many like if they did it right, there's so many weird characters. How like, cool would that be though too? If it was a mix like that, kind of almost like Animatrix esque. Yeah. Um, let it have different like art styles. But I mean, like different art styles, yeah. different groups do it. Like they have like like, like each, each season book. be like, hey, we're gonna do eight episodes for mm-hmm. this season. And it will go through basically the first two books. Yeah. So I think they could do it by so book. Like, even. Your episode is going to be Dorothy crashing and stuff like that. That's all live action. The next episode, uh, it's going to be classic Disney animation like from episode. this team and it's going to be written by this guy mm-hmm. and then the next episode it's live action but it's like shot a little different and it's by Taikita Wati yeah. <laughs> then, yeah. you know what I mean Just every episode Animatrix where it's different animation even like one almost looks anime in a way like Studio Ghibli is that how they're doing <laughs> uh, the What If series is that all mixed like mixed media? Like each episode's different. I don't know. I never heard that. If it's supposed to be done that way or not? I, I, don't, I know it'll have don't different. Quote me on that. It's different people doing yeah. each episode, kind of like how they did Mandalorian was different directors, different directors for almost yeah. every. Well, there was there was, was a couple, re- a couple repeats. repeats, but yeah, I think Dave Filoni did a couple of episodes, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. But I mean, it's Dave Filoni, so we got uh, Watiti only did. Like did he just eight. ate. That yeah. was it. And then what's her name? The Chow lady? Yeah, Susan I don't know. Chow? She did seven, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. She was in whatever episode she was in or she directed, she was also in because she was the, no, it was six because she was the Thai pilot or uh, an X Wing pilot. Oh, yeah. That shot up the place. She was the female uh, X Wing pilot. Um, what's her name? Um, who voiced Mulan? Um, mm, I don't know. I can't remember her name. I'm going to mess it up, so I might as well not even try. I'll look it up. Uh, she was supposedly in that series, but I don't know uh, who she was in there. The um, I'll know her name as soon as I see it. I'm looking. I'm trying to get to IMDb Ooh, or something. Do, to do, everybody, somebody's screaming. Not the new Mulan, the old Mulan. This is the new or one. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it looked like a human. <laughs> That's the point. How dare it look like a human? Uh, Where's Mulan? Oh, there she is. Oh, that's not who it is, anyways. Um, Eddie Murphy. No, it's not Eddie Murphy. Pat Moria. No, stop it. Uh, Harvey. Harvey. She's almost said Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> is she on Agents of Shield? Oh, I don't know. I can't think of her name. Her? It's gonna drive me nuts. No, it's definitely not her. I'm gonna get there. You just, you just, uh, you just chill out. I'll tell you about The Witcher. Tell me about The Witcher a little more. Uh, so Witcher comics, I read the first. Two trades, one of which is the House of Glass, and then the second second one, which is Fox Children. And this series is really cool because it's almost like uh, which what is what happens in the book series for The Witcher. They have like four or five novels that are like a big chunk of story proper, and then there's several other like five or six other novels that are like short stories mm-hmm. about just journeys of The Witcher. It's not necessarily like tied to the one main story. It's kind of like having Lord of the Rings and then also having like side little off stories kind of a thing. Uh, And that's what these comics are. It's a lot of just side little off stories. You get to meet like new unique characters that he meets in his travels, like between volume one and volume two in volume two at the beginning of it, he all of a sudden had a dwarf companion that you didn't know existed until the beginning of volume two. There was nothing missed. It was just 
this guy named Adorio was there, and he was a, he's a dwarf uh, warrior. That's just his companion for the time for that epic for that that trade. Oh, okay. Um, so it's like it all follows suit, and the trades kind of wrap up the stories nice and neat. I think it's like basically six issue arcs I that see. they do these stories in. Mm-hmm. Um, House of Glass, I think I liked a little bit more than I liked the Fox Children one. Um, House of Glass, he meets this man who talked about his wife. Uh, being tied to this house that's out in the woods that's like basically like a curse all of these people that are in the vicinity of Mm -hmm. this house that have been cursed or anything are there living um he meets a uh a succubus there that he ends up befriending i love and uh he meets the woman you find out that the woman that was uh cursed because of her husband saying like she uh she was cheating on me and left left me and stuff like that was all uh, or not cheating on me, left on me. She, he said that she was uh, bitten and taken by um, basically vampires and oh. that she was basically a vampire. And you find out that the reason things happened was because he was an abusive husband mm-hmm. and that she was talking to another man and cheating on him with her. And whenever he saw that, he kind of saw her as like a vampire sucking the life out of him and he kind of manipulated the story in his own mind and was kind of driven crazy about it Hmm. so the guy that the witcher's been companions with actually was the one that kind of cursed her and condemned her to this place as this like demon in a way um in the end the guy gets the kind of just desserts he gets cursed and murdered at this place and he's going to be the one that actually gets stuck there um and then the witcher is free to leave eventually but a lot of like different combat against like zombie-esque creatures and uh different things and and he uses these uh what he calls sigils as his magic abilities oh. and he always says like you'll see it and like pop up in the different things he'll say like igni and whenever he does it he like kind of draws like the swirl like in the sky mm-hmm. and then he'll shoot out fire from his hands ah. um same thing he's got like lightning he's got like the little force pushy kind of wind push ability thing thump. whatever uh, yeah thump uh thump ability um but it's really cool I, I it's it's really awesome that these trades kind of wrap up like a short knit little story that you could read one and then be done for a while if you to, wanted yeah. to and then be like cool I'm kind of full on that you know and then come back to the second one later and read it and then be like cool well that's that's awesome because it's just a nice short sweet little yeah. I think uh, each trade's like 130 something pages total mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it so I'm they're excited not book out of they're not novel out of they're not, not they're, 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 like they're, a, they're, they're, they're a companion like, yeah companion short stories that Geralt has just he's well, you know, uh, just his adventures yeah. cool very cool. Yeah. Ming-Na Wen is the name of the the actress that I was talking about. I don't know what that. Uh, I don't know who that is. Uh, Ming-Na Wen is uh, that, that lady, uh, but she was in Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the assassin. Yeah, in episode five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and she gets killed. Which brings up another. I remember. So is the, just, the boot that you see whenever the person gets killed is that supposed to be Maw? Like that's what Tarkin? I was wondering. As that's what I was going to ask you. Is we never really figure out. I'm assuming that they're like that's kind of their hint that that's supposed to be Gideon, maybe. But I, we never really thought. A lot of people saw it. They saw the cape, and everybody was just like, "Oh my god, it's another Mandalorian. Maybe it's Boba Fett." Uh, but then whenever we I see, forgot about the cape part. When we see. Uh, Gideon, Gideon mm-hmm. uh, he's got like the all mothly capeness and whatnot yeah. too. So I so was assuming after, yeah, I like think he's just been kind of figuring out where the, the child's time. at. That's the whole point. Gotcha. Yeah, just kind of tracing him to no end, which we still don't know why they want the child. I'm assuming it's like a cloning thing because we know that the guy that was in with the client 
uh, was, uh, it doesn't say it, but we see his sigil on his arm, and he's from the Camino plant. Gotcha. So he's of the scientists that clone. Gotcha. With those giant tall blue aliens, I guess. Gotcha. So I'm assuming that maybe they're going to try and clone them and use them in some kind of weird way. Well, and is that... Delicious Yoda burgers? Like, well, were they... <laughs> is that what they were kind of alluding to? Is that there's a, a tie between that and the Emperor and the Rise of the Emperor? Mm-hmm. Has, he, has he been kind of putting that together? And is that tied to his cloning of Snoke? Yeah, maybe. Um, and all of that... And that whole part of it. it's weird though to think that because if you seem like a it seems of Snokes, I, I it, they only truly I guess like realistically care about themselves and what their work is involved in. But I wouldn't have guessed that the for whatever reason the back of my head I'm like after X sixty six happens after uh, Order sixty six happens I wouldn't have thought that Camino would have been like. Hey, we're uh, we're gonna side with the bad guys and just keep making clones. Yeah, because I mean, we know all the stormtroopers aren't clones anymore. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, they had true. to have stopped at some point in time. Yeah, they, there was a program. Some program had stopped yeah. unless uh, he's not working through it on like with their knowing. Maybe mm-hmm. he's working behind their backs mm-hmm. there too. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Do you have anything else you read? That is all I've got for you, friend. Is that the kitten caboodle? That is all of the kittens. Some of the caboodle, and about all that I can provide for you this lovely evening, my friend. Next episode is a live episode, 75. Live episode! We're going to be live at you. You're going to see me. What are we going to do? Are we going to play that game that you've been We're going to play that game we've been talking about for the past, like, 10 episodes. Nice. Uh, And then uh, maybe some more games, just some news. I think we're probably going to, if you guys are listening to this, a little, little... Little side side little side action here. We might be giving away some games. Oh, good. Yeah, awesome. So we got some uh, play for some winners. uh, Digital codes, and we'll play. (laughs) I don't know why I felt the need to say it that way. I don't know. My Uh, face was like, oh, that's not a good. It's not good. That's not a good. That's a bad. It does not make me feel New Zealand.
Production. 